How about Roman J. Reigns, Esquire? <laughs> How long have you been sitting on that one? Uh, last night. Oh. I made myself laugh with it. You, uh... You should have let it uh, baste and simmer a little more. No, I think it, I think it's fully, fully cooked. No, I think that was terrible. I think we're going to start the podcast over because no. that was a bad joke. It was good. No. One of my best. If, if that's one of your best, then you should then you stop should now. see <laughs> my worst. You should see my best and not my best. <laughs> my made a real gorilla chest. Yeah, yeah. I like I like a upbeat satire about killing little animals <laughs> killing puppy greyhounds and turning them into clothing has um has that fucking has the disney plus cruella come out yet i i honestly couldn't tell you the emma stone one i really honestly couldn't which tell is you. apparently even more like girl joker than promising young woman oh interesting yeah uh it says may 28th <sighs> coming soon guys it's got it's got a while well something to look forward to sure uh <laughs> it's directed by the guy who did maybe one good movie that being uh he did mr woodcock lars Billy and the Bob. real girl the remake of fright night uh he did million dollar arm he did the finest hours and then he did i tonya i saw the finest hours at the theater why because my mother likes movies that take place on the water. <laughs> what a weird thing to be into. <laughs> she will see any water movie. You know what movie she loves? Not a joke. Into the Blue. Huh. You know why? Water. <laughs> was, was she a teenaged girl uh, when that movie came out, and that's why she likes it? Yeah, my my mother was a teen in the early to mid-2000s. That would explain why you're so young. I'm a, I'm a baby. You're a baby. I'm a baby. No. No? No. Done. Deleted. <laughs> I'm going to cut that out. That. <laughs> Stop. Okay, please do not try to edit this on the fly. I see you highlighting parts no. of the waveform, and it's filling me with anxiety. No, nobody was doing anything. You You saw it wrong. <laughs> All right, I'm Scott. That's Drew. Nah. We, we, no, do, nah. we have, do we have a guest? Oh, is, is one of your characters <laughs> guest hosting today? When have I ever done characters? You that... all look. You you've been begging me. You've been begging me to let you do Truman Capote on the show. No. <laughs> I think I did Truman Capote one time <laughs> five years ago and decided I didn't want to do it again. <laughs> well, that's not how I remember it. That well, you're that's because you remember it wrong. Well, I, it's because you're a racist. I watched Remember Me. Spoiler, it's about 9-11. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, that's a spoiler. Everyone cares about Remember Me, the movie. It's quite a twist. I mean, it is quite a twist. I haven't seen it. With a twist. I gotta have a meeting with my dad, and today is 9-11. Better go have a meeting <laughs> with him. Uh, too bad. And my, my dad's flying here from Boston. <laughs> yeah. Is that no? I don't think. I don't know. I think he's. I haven't seen it. I think. Him, I just think it would be funny if not only did it turn out to be like nine eleven, and he's in the tower that day, but his dad is on the is plane. on the plane. <laughs> he's waiting for his dad in yeah. the office, and the plane is flying into the office. Yeah, yeah. And like right before it hits, they wave at each other. <laughs> oh hi! Oh no! Oh. <laughs> what if his dad's plane hit tower one, and he was in tower two? Mm. 
the, the irony. Yeah, the, the <laughs> irony that his dad's plane didn't kill him, but the next one will. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's quite quite the riddle. Oh, the doctor was his mother. <laughs> you didn't say anything about a woman doctor. <laughs> the doctor's a woman. <laughs> All the doctors <laughs> are women. women. Uh. Did we give out Twitter handles? I don't think we did. We just no, said, I was about, I was about to say that we both have Twitter, and it's up to you to find us. But if you're lazy, like I know you are, you, you f- lazy fucks, you lazy dirty pigs, uh, it's at not Scott Henson and at Syrian Softpaws. Oh, don't don't sound too into it. What do you have? at Syrian Softpaws? What do you have over there? Like a piece of cheese? No, it's a uh, post-its. You know those okay. little thin ones. I'm giving myself a nice fan. I got the vapors. <laughs> it's not really working. It's too thin. All right. So you don't like Roman J. Reigns, Esquire. Uh, I did just change my Twitter handle to Roman J. Palestine, Esquire, which I thought was funny. Nice. <laughs> I'm, I'm on a real Roman. That one's good. See? I, I, you, you stepped up your game. <laughs> oh, see? Okay. So maybe the other one was uh, uh, undercooked. And, no, yeah. The other, and the, this one came to fruition. The other one was... Like, I've already made one good Roman J. Esquire joke. I should try and make a second one. And then you're like, I don't know, Roman, Roman, oh, Roman Reigns. Well, like, what's, what's funny is Reigns came first. Oh. Yeah, that one came first to me. I'm like, oh, that's pretty good. And then I'm like, oh, wait, Israel, Palestine. Okay, now we're talking. That's a Twitter handle. <laughs> yeah, that is, that is a pretty good one. I like that one. Yeah. Uh, as you know, in this household, we are very pro-Palestine. Yeah. They are, they are the true owners of that land. There, do you do you see them coming out on top in the end? I would. It'd be lo- quite the underdog story. I would love to say yes. <laughs> Me too. However, they have sticks and rocks, <laughs> and the other side has have, the most trained tactical mi- nukes, <laughs> yeah, and the the most highly trained military officers in the world. Yeah. So you know, I don't think things are looking good for Palestine. Flip a coin to <laughs> see what happens. <laughs> Heads. You get your head blown off by a nuke. <laughs> Tails, you get shot with the highest power uh, <laughs> rifle that's ever been made. Heads, Israel. Tails, Israel. <laughs> <laughs> what if it's uh, an uh, eight-sided die? Ooh, are we D and D? They're all Israel. <laughs> um, Just eight beautiful stars of David. Yeah, all all eight points are Israel. <laughs> the star points to all the land Israel owns. <laughs> In every direction. In every direction. Yeah, we own over here. We own over here. We own this bank. We own this <laughs> bank. See over there? That's Hollywood. That's Hollywood. Okay, so before... This, is, this be, is New York. Before this gets pulled off of all platforms for hate speech, uh, what else is going on? That's not gonna... Yeah, okay, maybe we'll... Uh, you know, life, things ha- happening. I guess we should pour one out for uh, Fallen Hero, Eat That Pussy 445. <laughs> Was so fat. He's so fat. Oh, he's the fattest man I've ever seen. <laughs> Legitimate. Like I feel like before he was like six foot one, and now he's like five foot six because all of the weight just like melted down yeah. and out. He's really um he's grimaced. I would. Yes, I would he's say. very grimaced. He's gone full grimace. Yeah. yeah, we uh yesterday we spent uh two hours of a two and a half hour show on him. <laughs> 
what was it brought up of like can you believe this or was it like hey scott you're good at defending pedophiles no i think that was an added bonus i didn't oh. i didn't think they knew off the bat that i'd be going that direction but they found out very quickly mm-hmm. and uh I was... I, were they surprised well because i think that's very ignorant of them if they're like oh i don't think scott will defend a pedophile <laughs> Oh, wait, he is. They, no, I wouldn't call it surprise. Also, he's only a pedophile if he actually acts on it. Yeah, I would call it disappointment Mm -hmm. in me. Sure. (laughs) But, yeah, I didn't didn't detect a lot of shock coming from people that decided to go that route. I think it would be crazy if they were like... And that that I called them racist for saying he was a pedophile. Because he's black. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we when we first saw him, we're like, we also comment on, on his physical features, and his we were size. trying to figure out if he was wearing a bra, <laughs> oh. or if his tits were resting on his stomach. And we we landed on the second. Of I those. think it's the second. We one. thought we yeah. it seemed to be shelf tits from from the brief clips that I actually saw of him. Yeah, yeah. it looks like it's resting on his giant gut. Yeah, it's a good look. His crap factory. <laughs> yeah, that uh, what a, what a disappointment at first. When you had when you said we needed to pour one out for a fallen hero, yeah, um, and then I just sort of saw the the uh, thumbnail thumbnail of the video. YouTube, yeah. I thought that it was um, uh, fucking oh uh, Queens Queens flip Queens flip. And I, at first I thought it was Queens flip, and I was like, no, come on, he's no, a no, dad. No. no, he's a like, king. He couldn't do that. And then when you Queen, said it Queens was, is a king, you said it was eat that pussy. I was like, oh yeah, okay, that makes more sense. I can see that. Yeah, I can see that more. <laughs> um, but I, 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 I like the fact that it was more, like this isn't the first time. Yeah, that like this has this occurrence has come up in the past. Yeah, this time was a thirteen year old or a fake thirteen year old. Uh, yeah, I think last time was a real fifteen year old. Real fifteen year old. I can't remember. I'm not sure if the the previous one was a sting or just legit. Now I don't. For fear of people who may hear this now, yeah, um, I don't want to. No, you know what? I'm going to end my statement there. <laughs> no, I'm, now we got to go. No, I'm not going to continue. Oh, you absolute coward. <laughs> Scott, okay. what's the worst thing you're willing to say I'm gonna live tr- on this podcast? I'm going to try to guess what Drew was going to say. <laughs> and I'm not going to confirm nor oh, deny. Oh, come on. The uh, one thing that was funny in like when the like guys who stung him were talking to him and he and he was but, like Were they the stunger? <laughs> yeah. The um because they, they were trying to like stung, <laughs> a man called stung. They were trying to like find his like bottom level because the the guy like the one guy was saying like hey like I I think um I think you know I've certainly think some eighteen year olds are hot uh and and I think so I've I've seen some hot seventeen year olds but I wouldn't do anything with the hot seventeen year olds so he's like you were. You were all in on this thirteen-year-old. Like, would you? Could you find it? What, what would you do if it was a twelve-year-old? And the guy said, "I would go into the bathroom and throw up." And I'm like, "Really? The line between thirteen and twelve for you is so strong that you will go from having sex with one to being repulsed to the point of <laughs> nausea by the other." It's the word "teen." Those that's the turn on. Those twelve months really make. It's Make the, or break. It's the word teen. It's the teen. It's if it doesn't have teen in it, he's not getting a boner. Because otherwise, you're a tween, and and that's yeah, that's sh- unacceptable. Shaky ground. Unacceptable. Yeah. Yeah. Thirteen. Yeah. Thirteen. A- okay. Wheelhouse. <laughs> 
no. Okay, fine. What I was gonna say. Here is... we go. No, I can't. End, oh no, 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 no! You, I can't, no, you no. can't gotta, do it twice. I'm gonna edge. Rules. I'm gonna edge no, the audience. No, 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 no! You come this far. Now go. I, look, I'll support anything you say. I don't know. Okay, well, what? what, what I'll did, say something worse than what you said. What did you think I was going to say? Uh, I, I'm actually not exactly sure. I think you were just going to justify fucking a 13 year old. <laughs> no, I was not. Okay. What What I was going to justify was, I don't even justify. It's just I think it's a it's a statement. Were you about going it. to justify a black guy fucking a 13 year old, Scott? That's, an, that's, that's you don't know his journey. You are not allowed to judge. You are white as white can be. You are not allowed to judge that black man. I'm white. Yeah. I'm black. No, your tummy's white. My tummy's white. Yeah. Your, t- your undercarriage is white. <laughs> I love calling it an undercarriage. <laughs> undercarriage, yeah. Absolutely love it. Yeah. I like the that part of my cat that is exclusively <laughs> referred to as undercarriage. Actually, no, not not always. When when I'm <laughs> when I'm speaking technically about him, okay. it's undercarriage. Yeah. However, like when he's lying down and then he like flips yeah. and exposes it for mm-hmm. for tummy pats yeah it, it is referred to as either the tenderloin or the filet mignon <laughs> <laughs> i thought you were gonna say like oh give me give me your your yummy num nums mm, and no. then you put a little like kisses on his belly and give grow, him give him raspberries like kelly loves grow up mm-hmm. he's my hunting partner i would never talk to him like that <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fair. Uh, Come on, t- tenderloin or filet mignon? Yeah, yeah. Okay, fair. I, but I, all, I very or, much or, cha- or Chateaubriand <laughs> or Catobriand. <laughs> I'm going too far. <laughs> I, I definitely enjoy the term undercarriage. Oh, it's great. Undercarriage yeah. so, is very yeah. funny. White undercarriage. Yeah. Orange and more importantly, black. No. On the rest, your face is also so, mostly white and orange. That's true. Yeah, white and what is orange? Ginger, which is white. <laughs> okay, so that's the real gymnastics you've no, done. No, all our our gingers are all are all white people. Yes. There's some weird ginger Mexicans, but it's mostly white people. We, so uh, that means your face is like eighty five to ninety <laughs> percent white. And it's true. Don't only the face counts. Yeah, because the the rest is is, is covered by a traditional Islamic garb. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Head to toe in a robe. Speaking of which, what's weirder to you, ginger Mexicans or ginger Middle Easterners? Because you get both. Yeah, I've seen I've seen both. Yeah. Uh, Do you find uh, them both jarring? Like you're never quite ready to see. Yeah, it? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I, I don't know how, but somehow Mexicans are weirder to me. Yeah. Like when I see a, a Canelo, and I'm like, oh, you look like what a guy you? from Boston. <laughs> Like, yeah, you, you look fourth generation Irish. Yeah. What are you doing? How are you from Mexico? I, I love on, uh, uh, is it 30 Rock? On like a telenovela on that, there's like the Mexican guy in the red wig with freckles. Yes. Is it 30 Rock? Yeah. Yes, 30 Rock. Yeah. 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 Uh, anyways, that's not that. Uh, my statement's over. No, it's not. <laughs> I'm like, no, wait a minute. The the idea that I or like the 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 thought that goes through my brain is there's two kinds of sexual predators or pedophiles, right? Okay, keep talking. There's the kind that actively goes out in search yeah. of younger children. Yeah. To we call those guys proactive. Proactive. 
uh, tough actin' tenactins. Yeah. That's what we call them. We, they're, they're, and we respect the hustle? Is that our... Yeah. Is that our stance? Yeah, we okay. respect the hustle. Uh, hustle, loyalty, respect. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, they're, yeah, they're the people that are actively going on to look for it, to act upon it. Yeah. Uh, or there is the other side, which I feel like is this case. Victims. Which is... <laughs> victims, yeah. Of they're, circumstance. They're the victims of... Uh, of wanting to put their penis in 13-year-olds. Who no, isn't? I feel like... <laughs> And like obviously it's not a justification, and I I, I personally would never do it. Mm. But there are people in the world who, if there are people in this room who, if are being like, oh, I want to phrase this correctly without sounding not only stupid but also <laughs> like a pedophile. Uh, it, it's I was gonna say if. If it's one or the other, I would err on the side of stupid. stupid. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna aim this. This this is gonna go more towards being stupid, than being a pedophile. Yeah, but like there are definitely men, grown ass men, who GAMs who, if you if they are, you got it, you got this. No, I got the thoughts are all in my brain. I just don't want to say it in a manner where people are like, oh. Drew's actively supporting pedophiles. Um, P.S. I think that ship has sailed. Well, whatever. <laughs> you know, I've, I've, I've definitely haven't defended myself properly in the past. Uh, so, How about Albert Brooks's Defending Your Life and it's just about being a pedophile? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, what about if it was uh, that, that movie with Chris Rock? Um... Uh, Pootie Tang. No, not Pootie Tang. <laughs> Pootie Tang's a bad. Uh, the the one where he dies and he gets put inside the old dead. Uh, down to Earth. Down to Earth. What if it was down to Earth, but when you got put back in the old white man's body, a, you were like, oh, well, now I can be a pedophile. Ooh. It's not me. I'm already dead, so why not live my, my best life? I mean, that's true. As an but, old, rich white man who's a pedophile. But aren't, like, you're, you would still experience the consequences of doing that. No, because you're just in that guy's body. Yeah, but you're, you're not you. You're I, dead. What? No, I know. Like, y- your real name wouldn't go on the arrest record. Yeah. But the body you're in and experiencing things through would still be arrested. Yeah, but are you telling me that you wouldn't enjoy the experience? I'm not telling you that. You, you do the experience and then you just go, all right, God, sorry I messed up. Put me back in my dead body. <laughs> like, all right. Right? Or I guess at the at the end you get put into a different black man's body because no one can tell you apart because you all look the same. Is that how the movie goes? Yeah, you don't, you've never seen it. I'm not allowed to oh. watch uh, hmm. urban movies. Who does he get? Whose body does he get put into? Tracy Morgan. Um, it's another black guy, but Eddie I could, Griffin. Uh, I don't. Cat Williams. I don't remember the guy's name, so I can't even. I can't even tell Phil you. Phil Lamar. Uh, keep going. Orlando Jones. Keep going. Orlando Jordan. Mm, yeah, maybe. Keep going. <laughs> No, that I, that's all of them. Uh, oh, it's it's a nobody. Uh, Arnold Pinnock? Of course. That was, you know what? That was my next guess. Well, disappointing. Um, anyway, the part the, back to defending pedophiles. Uh, no, not back to defending pedophiles. Back to not defending. Back pedophiles. to not defending pedophiles. Correct. So there is something to the fact that you're going online pr- pretending to be a minor yeah and you're like searching for men that are willing to do it 
Yes. But you as a person pretending to be a minor are putting the idea in someone's head that maybe they aren't actively thinking about it, but then they're like, hey, I'm a lonely fat dude who is getting this thrown at me. I would I be stupid to not take the the opportunity. So your stance is the people trying to catch the pedophiles are the bad guys. Correct. I'm with you. That that is an open stance I'm <laughs> what, taking. Was this 100% my stance on the show yesterday? Oh, yes it was. Yes. <laughs> I was like, okay, okay yes. so we can all agree that he's the bad guy, right? And everyone's like, wait, who do you mean? I'm like the white guy. The white guy. <laughs> the guy who made the video. The guy who's <laughs> the guy who's being mean. <laughs> First of all, let's talk about how poor quality that video was. Yeah. Like the guy is making YouTube videos on this, but he's filming it in the dark on his cell phone, like way too close to his face. Yeah. With like the, some of the worst like MS Paint scratching out names and words and stuff. Like it was horrible. Yeah. Poorly produced. <laughs> but no, the, the, the thing is like there's probably – there's going to be a high percentage of actual pedophiles that you find like by doing that. But there's But you're also gonna create There's gonna be a, a small of percentage of people yeah. that you are who are who are so who are so lonely never considered the option, but upon it being thrust at them, they're like, maybe it's better than being lonely. You're it, it's a real uh I believe it's a Joe Rogan joke of uh the the crafty gay man who <laughs> makes who make who makes friends with like a complete fucking loser who has like no friends, no social life and then just like oh, come on, well you never had a buddy before? Like suck my dick. That's what buddies do. Come on. Like you have to, come on. I mean no one's going to know. It's just going to be you and me. We're buddies. I mean that is what buddies do, right? So <laughs> it that it's that real situation of like there are there's going to be a small percentage of dudes that you are going to like that aren't even actively pedophiles and are like maybe don't even think about it. But now they. But are. then somebody pretending to be. I mean, maybe I, maybe I'm. I, I don't want to justify a thirteen, but like a sixteen or a seventeen. Or, where you know, like you could use a picture like, of like a twenty two year old and like say that's you eight. No, I'm not justifying lower. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not justifying thirteen. But no. let me tell you about six. <laughs> no, no. I'm, uh, let me tell you about a little movie called a Serbian film. Oh, Jesus. Uh, no, it's not. I'm not justifying lower. I'm saying that there is at least at least a little bit of responsibility and and like guilty. Uh, verdict towards the people that are doing that, right? I mean, like yeah. the Chris Hansen stuff was always catching people who had been doing it, right? Like they were actively going out yeah. in chat rooms looking for minors. Miss, Whereas, like this is them pretending rooms. to be a minor, directly messaging him on Instagram, yes, and saying like, "Hey, I'm a I'm a minor. Let's have sex. Let's smash." You know, and and like even even he at a certain point was like, "No, can't do it. Thought about it." can't do it and then they like Unless. pursued it like they 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 pushed yeah and then he was all in right so there is a little bit maybe of he guilt. was just trying not to be rude he was just being a polite uh respectable heavy set i mean gentleman. i i've i've entertained a number of gay men online who i'm probably never going to have sex with probably but not guaranteed can't guarantee there is at least i don't want to look i don't want to look foolish and say i'm never gonna do it and then six months later here we are exactly yeah yeah 
And what what if you what if you run into them on the streets and they're much more uh, handsome in person than they are online? Well, exactly. Right? And now suddenly I'm the fool. Never say never. <laughs> uh, that so have you thought about what the worst thing you're willing to admit on the podcast is? Out loud, on record, for the world to hear. Um, all all sixteen hundred of our subs or whatever it is. We are over sixteen hundred. Congratulations, guys! You did it. We did it. Let's get to two. Let's spread yeah. spread the word to let's your get, friends. Let's get to sixteen thousand Fr- friends and fam. Yeah, uh, and and th- this is definitely the first episode to show them. <laughs> oh yeah, start them I, off I here. Say, start them off here. This is an excellent entry. We, point. I wish that we had the desire, and also uh, both of us had fully functioning autism. That we could wow. go back to season one and just collect all of the goods and post that as an episode because there's lots of good stuff we did in season one that no one's ever going to hear. I did. Yeah, I was saying post the episode. Like like repost the yeah, re- stuff? Yeah, repost the episode. I could do that. Yeah. There's some good discussions. <laughs> there's some real fun stuff. There's some really funny things that re- that led to a lot of dumb inside jokes for a while. Yeah. So, uh Yeah, you got the, you got the genesis of dude dog. Dude dogs. There's also a discussion on <laughs> ages of consent several times. Yeah. That that comes up quite a bit in the early years. Yeah. Uh Maybe Also, do you ever, do you ever wonder if we're the bad guys? <laughs> no. Scott, where do we live? Then we're not. Ah, uh, fair. There should also be a super cut of all the times that Dan gets fed up with us making jokes and we have to cut him out. <laughs> like, I think there are a couple of those. We, we make a the... funny joke and he goes, ha, huh, funny, and then continues on with yeah. whatever we were supposed I think there's to a couple about. of those in the best of because the jokes were funny, yeah. and then but they're immediately shut down. <laughs> yeah, and then someone's a joyless cunt who doesn't enjoy fucking comedy. Uh, so... Answer? Do you have an answer? I don't have an answer. Oh, okay. I, I'm going to play the fifth. Keep thinking about uh, it. But I will keep thinking about it then at one point say something absolutely <laughs> despicable. Is it going to be the, is it gonna be the uh, N-word? I don't know. I, I, I feel like that's more your lane. But you got given the pass. I, well, we both got given oh, the pass. I guess that's true. We did both get given the pass. Yeah. And we got some sort of pass from an Asian person too? Well, yeah, but I don't care about that. I'll say whatever I want about Asians. <laughs> They're lesser people. That's true, but especially the but, Chinese. But I think we do have some. Uh, we at least have some Asian backup. That's true. When, uh, when push true. comes to shove, when the CIA comes, when the revolution comes, <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is, I mean, anytime China wants. Literally, they are m- microseconds away from just shutting down everything. Yeah, else they're in the just world. sitting on it, yeah. just make making us. They're nervous. just waiting for somebody to pull their eyes to the side at the wrong person. <laughs> But what if you just no. do one? One is okay. Okay. <laughs> Two is a problem. Yeah. I uh I don't I I feel like there's a there's a lot of things I think in my head that I would never say out loud. Um but then I say them to you and then think I wonder if I would say that on the podcast. And then I go no, I would not say that on the podcast. Yeah, I've, no, I don't want to No, it's fine. Anyway. <laughs> I mean, you you know what mine is. I mean, I don't even think it's that bad like the the thing that because I, I, I told you last week yeah that i don't know that that's necessarily that bad but that is the worst thing i would be willing to admit on the podcast it's fine it's not even anything no so like I, there are worse things i think of certainly but i would never say out loud <laughs> i might not even say them to you you got ones you wouldn't say out loud to me off air no i, I, I I'll, I'll say anything to i you. was gonna say that because the <laughs> Knowing the things you have said to me, I'm like, what could it possibly what could it even be? Possibly <laughs> be. 
Uh, no, I mean, I, yeah, I, with you, I, I literally say anything on the podcast. I feel like I need to censor myself, especially knowing that there are people listening that I could get in trouble with. It is. Yeah. <laughs> it is scary knowing there's people listening now. Yeah. Like in like, even like preseason one days when, when we literally just did it for fun. Yes. And literally no one was listening. Yeah. Or, or even just like the earlier years where it was just for our wrestling friends. Yeah. Like, and it was only like, I don't know, 25 people listening. Yeah. Where, where we could say like, where we could anything. Li- where we could say, one, say anything, and two, like, list every listener by full name. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it was, it was all people that we like genuinely knew in person. Yeah. And now it's like, yeah, we know a f- like a few people by per- yeah. like in person, but the rest of them are like, I don't know who that is. Yeah, there's there's lots of lots of folks out there. Yeah, and we want more. Show the, the, show this to your entire extended family. Yeah, and for the and your work, <laughs> and for the couple of you that have friends, show them. <laughs> if you uh, if you work in some kind of real, uh, like I was gonna say, some kind of. Um, if you have a job for people, a job for people. <laughs> uh, if you have any kind of. Uh, job where you have an overhead speaker that plays music. Ooh. You should hack in and put yeah. episodes of the podcast on were, so that all your customers can hear. In retail. And, and, and they'll think, yeah, that's, you know what? I agree with these guys. I, I really do think that there should be no age of consent that, like <laughs> Scott just said, then... I don't know if I said that. I think you said it. Uh, th- then that's a good way to get us new listeners. So, And if you are listening and love us, you can always help us. That's true. We got... We got lots of things on the go. We need to buy new tails. Uh, it would be nice to pay for the surgery. Uh, yeah. Also, uh, you know, I got to feed my uh, Criterion collection addiction. Yeah, just and... got a thing going with uh, Criterions. But yeah, we definitely, at the very least, we need tails. So if you would like to help contribute to the tail fund, uh, http colon forward slash forward slash W. Pardon me. Double H- W. <laughs> Pardon me. HTTPS. It's a secure site. Ah. Colon forward slash forward slash W. Double W. 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 Full stop. <laughs> full stop. PayPal. Full stop. Me. C-O-M. <laughs> no, this one's me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. Uh, slash not Scott Edson. Again, if you, if you, if your eyes glazed over while we were saying that, uh, PayPal.me slash not Scott Henson. And uh, can and help us help us feed our children. This is urine. <laughs> help us feed our children urine. Uh, so of course this is uh, the in your house seven good friends better enemies episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all the, as but, I'm sure you could all. Tell. I mean, uh, thirty minutes in, I don't think that we've preambled enough. But I wanted the the preamble that we were doing before we started recording. You know, oh yeah, re- wrestling related. So True. at least it goes with the thing. Is yeah. talking about. Um, how Japan's the only good country? I mean, yeah, Japan's really the only one that gives a shit about anything. But it's uh, in relation to WWE trying to open their own NXT brand in Japan, and how like even though all of the like you know A level and B level uh, Japanese feds like don't really get along or like don't really associate with one another necessarily just because of. You know, people quitting and starting their yeah. own feds and Pol- taking half of a roster and with them loyalty and, stuff. and, all and yakuza that stuff, business um, uh, and business criminals. Uh, but how they've all sort of like silently worked together to prevent 
WWE from coming to Japan. From doing NXT Japan. Yeah. Because, number one, they've seen how NXT UK has uh, rolled out. Has literally killed Europe. Killed the European <laughs> wrestling scene. Uh, from having, like, you know, some super hot feds in, like, several in, in England and then, like, Ireland and Germany. And now all yeah, three like, of those are nothing. Progress, Rev Pro. OTT and WXW. And like ICW, kind of. And ICW is big, too. We're, like, four or five of the best indie feds in the world. Yeah. From, like, like even before, but especially, like, 2015 to 2017, 2018. They were yeah. so hot. They produced so many good matches. Yeah. They had so much talent. And, like, all of those guys ended up, like, coming across to North America or Japan or getting, like, all this exposure, and now, like, you look at, on Cage Match, you look up results for shows, and you're like, and oh, you're like I don't even know who that is. I don't need to see a single I've, match I've on this show. I've never heard of this guy. There's there's literally a WXW show yesterday. No, today. Well, today, there. Um, yeah. I have heard of... big names? I have heard of one name out of <laughs> 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14. That's not great. And the only one is a guy named Maggot, who I don't even know. I which just is, know which the is name. German for. Um, <laughs> does it rhyme with Maggot? Yeah, German's a funny language. Uh, it is, especially when the words in German rhyme with words in English. Three genders, German, really? Mm. Sounds like one too many to me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, like, whereas before you would see a WXW show and maybe know half, if not more than half. Or, yeah, if not most. If not, yeah, if not all. Whereas now, like, you don't even see, I mean, obviously, even, like, pre, like a more pre-pandemic, there would be very few UK shows even run anymore. Yeah. Because either they're just, like, there's no money or there's no, there's no people to yeah. put on those shows because mm-hmm. everyone's gone. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, so there, there was the fact that all of the Japan feds have actively been trying to prevent this from happening. Yeah. But uh, then I was asking, like, there can't possibly be um, any fans that would migrate to that company because there's so much competition that's better. And the, the fact that the majority of Japanese wrestlers have a loyalty... To the company they work for, for the yeah, most part, yeah, right? like, yeah, there'd be a couple, but I don't know how much WWE would be able to poach. Like, I, like I can't even imagine a single New Japan wrestler, yeah, leaving and going to, to NXT. Japan. Be funny if it was like or ju- an, or just like, Yujiro or any like big name Noah guys, or, yeah. or all Japan guys or anything. Like, sure, you'd be able to poach like lower, like o- o- like mid card or bottom mid card guys from Feds. But, like, not, you're not going to get any stars, I wouldn't imagine. I wouldn't think Unless so. Unless you're, like, sending Nakamura over there or something. <laughs> yeah. Which would be smart, but, like, he doesn't want that. No. So, you know, I, it just doesn't seem like they're even... They even understand anything about business. <laughs> yeah. 
that yes, sure, they make tons of money, but they make but tons a lot of, money of it in is the in stupidest way, and a possible. lot of it is in spite of themselves. Yeah, it's like, all like falling ass backwards into cash. Yeah, like like the network, like for the most part, a giant money loser killed their pay per view business. They would have made mil- like hundreds of millions more had they stuck to pay per view, and then sold it to Peacock for like ten times what it's worth. Yeah, but, for a billion dollars but, over five years. But you've also essentially erased half of your. Uh, library because of that yeah exactly right like now there's so much stuff that no one can even find i want blackface dx yeah or like like literally anything from the attitude era or or after i want blackface roddy piper that has anything that's offended anyone i just want any blackface i just want blackface yeah i don't think that's too much to ask it's just yeah it's the fact i love two things wrestling blackface <laughs> you or them i do oh okay as a fan as a fan that's what i want yeah. as a peacock viewer dear dear uh mr peacock uh, it, it's scott again <laughs> <laughs> i know you got my previous letters and didn't reply yeah this is a real stan situation <laughs> if, if stan doesn't if if the peacock doesn't answer you you're gonna drive off a bridge with me in the trunk yeah with a pregnant drew in the trunk yeah, yeah. <laughs> but baby pregnant yeah yeah uh yeah it's just how how they think any like India or China or now Japan like they really just don't understand how their business works. No, they're the dumbest billion dollar company yeah, in the world. It's crazy, and like the the fact that Vince has several times lost a large amount of millions of dollars on dumb investment ideas or. Uh, football leagues or, or world his, bodybuilding federation or his wife's senatorial or his campaign wife's senatorial campaign 65 million down yeah. the fucking tubes and yet somehow he's back as a back into being of a course billionaire. like it's crazy it's actively doing anything and everything you can to lose money and they just keep sending you money yeah just nothing but w's <laughs> yeah just posting your wins non-stop yeah yeah it's fucking infuriating i hate it and like even even looking at this card for the in your house, like this is this is actively the like in in the worst part of their their history. They're eating shit financially, financially right now. but yet they can go to the middle of nowhere <laughs> in Omaha, Nebraska. You have just alienated our entire Nebraska fan base. Well, you know what? Fuck it's them. the heartland, Drew. It, they did. They did call it the heartland. You're yeah. right. You are right. Thank you. <laughs> um, it's the heartland of America, baby. But yeah, like the, the the only way that they could even manage to keep money is by just going to bumfuck nowhere and uh, like running running a pay per view. Yeah, essentially. R- running the biggest arena in the state, which seats fifty five hundred people. people. <laughs> yeah, and to their credit, selling it out. They did sell it out. And yeah, that's out of tread water until uh, until Steve Austin comes along, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Just waiting for uh, waiting for a bigger star to come and save them. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's just it's such even as wrestling fans, it's just so infuriating to see them like make money to see the worst people succeed the most. The worst people. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I can't even think like how often they would even go to to a place like that even like once they were back financially yeah running these like really like tertiary at best markets i don't even want to call omaha secondary 
Like, I feel like San Diego is secondary. Omaha is <laughs> down the list. <laughs> yeah, o- Omaha's real low. Yeah. But I guess when you need, when you're desperate for the money, you gotta take what you can get. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, now to the actual main event. <laughs> now, this begins, and we'll carry on through the end. I am now watching these live. Right. In, uh, in my childhood. Or adulthood. When what, this is nineteen ninety six. Yeah, so you, I was thirty two. I was thirty two. <laughs> I love it when I make jokes like that on stream, in, like in either direction. Yeah, and people are like, wait, are you really fifty eight? Wait, are you really twelve? <laughs> like, <laughs> who's <laughs> idiots? <laughs> it's great. Uh, so yeah, so I I will now be able to give you uh, whose house. Mm-hmm. I watched each of these at. Uh, this one would be at uh, my good friend Hussein Sunderji. Hmm. Back when I had non-white friends. With? Can you, can you name everyone that was there? Ooh. Um, probably most. I would Because the, the core was kind of me, Hussein, Andrew Poole, uh, Sunil Amin. That's right. Two brown guys. The, the amazing athlete? What was his name? The outstanding athlete, outstanding Andrew Outstanding athlete. Uh, Kevin Wong. Half Chinese. Okay. And other, ha- uh, other half? Cool. Ah. <laughs> White. Um, and that was, I'd say that was the core group, and then we'd occasionally branch out. Mm-hmm. But I'd say that's probably who was at this one. There were there was no uh, Alexander, or Justin Alexander Chun Manchu? I uh, hadn't met him. Oh yet. yeah, I guess it would have been before he, then. He showed up in grade eight when he when he came over on a boat from China. Yep, in a in a shipping container. <laughs> uh, it'd be really funny if you listen. To that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He he knows how he got here. That, that is true. But to hear us openly admit to him smuggling, uh, being smuggled <laughs> across the world in a shipping container full of human feces. No, just he's a poo boy. <laughs> no, just, just uh, in a shipping container full of blood, like Dexter. Like Dexter, yeah, yeah. He was a uh, he was uh, involved in a murder in a shipping container. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't I don't know. I definitely watched some in your house, but I think this was too early for me to be watching them yeah. live. I think here on, I don't think I missed any. I think I've seen everyone live. No, not true. I don't think I saw. No way out of Texas live in Feb '98, hmm. but I think I've seen the rest live. Uh, I think I maybe started watching them live end of '97, '97, '98, like towards the end of '97. Yeah, would probably be the first ones I watched. Which is crazy considering how much older you are. Though. Yeah, I know, but I didn't get into wrestling until I was in my late twenties. <laughs> um, which is Wait. actually the opposite, where True, I started you're, watching wrestling when I was five. You're forty-nine. Forty-nine. <laughs> forty-nine. I think I think the first thing I ever saw I w- yeah it was nineteen sixty the, the summer of nineteen ninety one was the first time I ever saw anything oh like that Brian Adams song the summer of ninety one that's the one yeah it, people like Brian Adams right he's uh he's popular with the kids uh, people like Brian Adams but the guy who was the wrestler crush not the singer uh, did they like Ryan Adams I think they like they like Ryan Adams cover taylor swift cover album name me a ryan adams song Ooh, I... that's not a taylor swift cover 
uh, you wait. You, she covered you, him, or he covered her. He covered her. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, yeah. He did like her whole album, but wow, as, what a, as him. What a cheap way what to a, make money. What a fucking simp. <laughs> like, um, oh, how can I make money? I don't know. Who's the most popular singer in the I'll world right now? I'll just do Taylor, Taylor Swift's Swift? album. <laughs> well, what a. Um, I think I have one Ryan Adams song on my uh, internet pod. But I can't remember. You could literally what say anything, called. and I wouldn't know because I don't think I've ever actually heard the, the, a Ryan. The Adams one song. that came to mind is a Ryan Cabrera song, which is I don't know who Ryan Cabrera is. I think he's married to a wrestler and is a singer. <laughs> uh, on it, On the Way Down by Ryan Cabrera. Oh, he's David Otunga. <laughs> yeah, Ryan Cabrera is David Otunga. Um, yeah, but I can't. I regrettably offhand cannot name a Ryan Adams song, even though I do think I have uh, one. Ryan Cabrera was, oh, is engaged to Alexa Bliss. I thought it was Alexa Bliss, yeah. What happened, what happened to her and Murphy? Uh, she realized he was Australian and thought that Ooh. was gross. No, that's the opposite. Girls love accents. Girls love do love accents. And Australian subways have pineapple as an option. Huh. Which is pretty cool. Interesting. Yeah. I was a fan. Well, that's an interesting option. Uh, did they have corn? Not at Subway, but other places. Oh. I think you could you could get corn on a kebab. Kebab. Uh, on the Barbie. Yes. A kebab on the Barbie. Yeah, that's that's what they say. Hmm. I'm glad that I've nailed my Australian accent. <laughs> oh, you were doing one. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, in your house, eight. I'm going to find that Ryan Adams Good song. friends. You, you keep going. Better f- Is it eight or seven? I don't know. Oh, seven. Yeah, seven. seven. Yeah. In your house, seven. Good friends, better enemies, but best frenemies. That's... I don't know of all of that. That's the whole title. You okay. didn't know that? That's the formal title of the In Your House. Good friends, better enemies, best frenemies. <laughs> yes. Okay. Good, better, best. It friends, makes sense. enemies, frenemies. Come on, idiot. <laughs> Uh, Demonstrative, uh, uh, comparative, superlative. Yeah. I'm an English major. Actually, I'm not. I'm just very smart. <laughs> mm. uh, how did you do on Jeopardy? It's coming. Did you, did you do better than somebody else we know? Um, I, I hope I hope if I get on, I do better than the someone else we know. <laughs> <laughs> ah, ha, 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 ha. That's what I hope. Well, I also hope that. I uh, Not to get off topic here, but I heard that the... Uh, Aaron Rodgers episode was like Aaron Rodgers sucks. But I heard it was like the most viewed episode since Alex Trebek died. Oh, uh, that's dis- he, he. But it's because he's a pa- is it like it was probably Packers fans. So he like, is so far and away the worst guest host they've had. I, I haven't seen a single one. So everyone else has been competent to good. Katie Couric. Katie Couric was fine. Uh, Doctor Oz was eh. Mm. Um, Anderson Cooper, good. Yeah. Ken Jennings, good. Uh, and the executive producer, Mike Richards, really good. Oh. Yeah. I mean, has, how, I'm assuming he's been doing it for a long time. Who? Uh, like he was the executive producer for a long time? He, he's been for, for some while. time, but he's younger than you'd expect. Like, he looks oh. like he's maybe early 40s. Okay. So he definitely hasn't been doing it the whole time. No. But, <laughs> yeah. like, probably over 10 years. Probably 10 years, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, he was actually very good, and like I don't think he's done much on screen, but he was very comfortable. He, ah, he's a real Ethan T. Berlin. He is a real Ethan T. Berlin. Did mm. one thing and fucking nailed it. Uh, absolutely. 
If anyone ever watched Bunk on Comedy Central, then you know what's or up. Or can tell us a single thing other than Bunk Ethan T. Berlin has done. He's, it's, it's mostly writing. It's all writing, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, he looks like a writer. I'm sure he was very excited to get on screen once. It, man, he's got a very interesting writing uh, <laughs> writing history. Yeah. Uh, the Ali G Show. Nice. The Wayne Brady Show. Mm. Crank Yankers. Okay. Uh, Nick Cannon. Wild and Out. Excellent. Uh, let's see. Lopez Tonight. Ooh. Mm, with a good uh, George Lopez. Uh, Bunk. I guess he was also a creator of that and writer. That explains how he got on screen. Uh, and then, yeah, then he hasn't really done a whole lot since then. He did Totally Biased with uh, W. Kamau Bell. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's about it. Unless he's producing things now. No, not really. Like, I guess he just decided he didn't want to do things because Bunk's over. You know what? I would... I would quit then too. Uh, looking at Ryan Adams's fil- uh, discography, filmography, I, uh, or his filmography. What's his filmography? What's he been in? Uh, not much. Oh. <laughs> uh, probably some talk shows as himself. Uh, I I still can't name a uh, Ryan Adams song. <laughs> Maybe I don't have one. Maybe I was just thinking of. He Ryan was married to, to Mandy Moore. Does that yes, help? He was. Does that he help was, you? He was married to Mandy Moore, who is on This Is Us with Milo Ventimiglia who was on Heroes with Zachary Quinto, who is gay, you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should be more of a Ryan Adams fan. He's got an album called Easy Tiger. I saw that. I'm probably going to download it when I get home. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, like looking at his, uh, like even his chart sol- charting solos and stuff. I thought I would recognize one. I don't, besides I mean, Taylor Swift songs when he covered the entire of, 1989 album. What is, what is uh, AAA, um, Adult Alternative Airplay? It's a man screaming. Ah. 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 Uh, I don't know. Like Let's see what that is. Airplay? Adult Alternative Airplay? Adult Alternative Airplay. What the... F- what the- Adult Alternative? What? Yeah, yeah it's alternative. It's, it, it's a... Whatever. Who gives a shit? But, like, he's he's had a lot of singles that have charted very high. He has. But I, I've never heard of any of them. He, I like, he, did he, he did a cover of uh, Oasis's Wonderwall. Yes, he did. I like that how he had two back-to-back singles that charted at exactly number 192 in the UK. <laughs> oh, yeah. Weird. What are the odds? Weird. But That's uh, his spot. Yeah, I like, fuck, I've never heard of any of his songs at all. No, I thought oh, I he's would've. got box sets. Mm. Well, let's lucky you. Let's get ourselves a box set and have a listen party. How about I get one, you get the other, and then we play them both at the same time. Ooh, and see if they sync up. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, in your house seven, good friends, better enemies, best frenemies, uh, from Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, we this is the second free for all that we've got. Yes. Um, which starts off with the one, two, three kid wearing a bad guy red and a little bit of a goatee. Yep. Versus the pay per view debut of Wildman Mark Miro. Yes. With Sable. Yeah, because he he debuted on screen backstage at WrestleMania. Right. The month prior. So one, two, three kid comes out with Ted DiBiase. Whatever. Mark Miro comes out and guess gets pampered with booze. 
uh, until they see Sable. Yeah, it was through, weird. His then mu- they pop. Huge. His music hit, and they booed, even yeah. though there was already a heel in the ring. And, but, so by the process yeah. of deduction, in theory, a face is coming out. Yeah, but also, like, did they not expect Sable to come out? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, um, there was uh, so on their way to the ring. Uh, like, it's a weird thing that I didn't, I never realized happened or remember happen- happening, mm-hmm. which was Lawler constantly saying that Sable is not attractive. Yeah, he does it that the is whole a funny bit. show when she's around. So he claims that her face is permanently out of focus, <laughs> um, at, which is pretty funny. Um, <laughs> then they show a highly package of like the whole Sable because she was Triple H's valet, and then he was being a douchebag to her, and Mark Miro like saved the day, yep. and now she's with Miro. Um, they then have, uh, a nice white guys doing karate, like, uh, kids doing his, like, uh, you know, kung fu setups his, and Miro's, Miro's doing his, like, I'm a kind of a boxer, but I'm going to shoot on you. I was good. I liked Miro's, you know, he's known for his background in boxing, but also seemed to be willing to match karate with the kid, well, if which it, I respect. If we learned anything from his future career doing boxing involved in wrestling, uh, he's really good at it. Yes. Uh, except for the fact that if he gets taken down, he doesn't know what to do. No, it's tough. Uh, and then, oh, that's I love that story so much. Of, of Blackman winning the fight and then being like, oh, yeah, I don't, like, I'm, I'm gonna, I can probably win, but, like, fuck it, it's not worth it. I, it I drop out. It, yeah. <laughs> um, I could probably win, but no. Yeah, like, he just, like, didn't really want to be a real fighter, so he was like, yeah, yeah I'm out. Um, Miro, uh, Miro, I don't know why I'm calling him Miro. Yeah, who's this? Mi- I'm yeah. so, Mark Miro uh, Barnyashev. Uh, uh, Milosevic. Milosevic? Slobodan Milosevic. <laughs> One of my favorite uh, Balkan dictators. Balkan dictators. <laughs> uh, definitely did some bad shit. Uh, so, Miro... M- Mero... <laughs> I don't know. I'm just so used to saying Miro. Mero uh, did the... Like, a couple times, he did, like, duck the tie-up into a hammerlock. Yes. But then immediately push him off the ropes. Yeah. Which is kind of just like really a weird way to get behind the guy to whip him off the ropes. Like yeah. you could just duck the tie up, get behind him and push him. You don't have to the go hammer into lock the hammer is lock. unnecessary. I yeah. do like a duct tie up into sure, a hammer lock. Sure. But, but like to set him up to whip him off the ropes is kind of weird. Yeah. Uh then uh, like so Mero gets him to the floor and he like gets the crowd like he does the I'm gonna do a flip hand gesture yeah. and then they immediately cut to Sable mm-hmm. then they cut back and Mero has gone I guess over the top to the apron but we missed it yeah. because they were showing Sable so we don't even know what he did to, did he just go did he just get out of the ring and he, they, they uh, tricked us? He went over the top to the apron. We don't yeah, we don't know how because we didn't see that. Then he slingshots somersaults onto his feet back into the ring. So he did nothing when he went out. And then did a between the middle and bottom ropes tope onto yes. Hunter. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, kid. And by Hunter, I mean kid. Yes. Uh, they're close, but different. Yes. Um, then- They've... Shared a bed. <laughs> They've shared a bed. They are Eskimo brothers. Yeah. Um, butthole Eskimo brothers. Uh, meaning uh, someone has shared their warm places. <laughs> Female clit penis Eskimo brothers. <laughs> yeah. It's as big as his thumb. Uh, there was a excellent 
uh, uh, rolling prawn hold. Yes. By Marrow. Love it. Uh, out of great. nowhere, which was excellent. Really good. Like, he, he rolled through very smooth. Yep. And uh, I, I genuinely kind of thought it might be the finish. <laughs> it, it looked good. Because in, in these, like, 95, 96, 97 We've stuff, learned that anything can be a finish. If, if we, from watching Razor Ramon matches, literally <laughs> anything is a finish. Yeah, all bets are off. Um, then Miro... Mero. Mero. <laughs> oh, yeah. So um, he, he, he tried to go to the top to do a move, and Kid fell backwards into the rope and crotched him. Yeah. And then he got him back down the corner. Kid ran to do, like I, like, I guess, sort of like a Bronco Buster, but on the top? And Nero yeah. moved, and, and Waltman just, like, ate shit and took a big back bump. Yeah. He rolled back in the ring, and Mero went back up to the top, mm-hmm. and then did, like, sort of like the Molly go-round, kind yeah, he, of. He was, like, Kid was, like, just getting up to his feet, so, like, standing up, looking straight at him. And, yeah, Mero just did a full somersault at him. Like, well, he would have just... <laughs> like, he would have just asked him in the face. Yes. But, like, missed, but, like... Yeah. Was that the he, plan? He missed because, of course, because it, it would have been weird yeah. if he hit him. But, like, I don't know if that was just to show, like, hey, this new guy's athletic. He can do stuff. It was literally to show that. <laughs> like, it was literally to show he can do a somersault yeah. off the top. He's rope. willing to go to the top rope and do things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, ev- eventually, Hunter comes down to run the distraction. Uh, he ends up getting tossed. Like the yeah. referee throws him out. But apparently that doesn't matter because he, like, within a minute, runs back down. He gets tossed, appears to leave, and then just a minute later sprints back in and attacks him and for the disqualification. almost kills himself trying to slide into the bottom Ooh, it was rope. a tough slide Like, he gets in. tangled up in the bottom rope, yeah. and then it takes him a second to really, like, he gets tangled get up in the blue. ring. Gets gets dis- gets a um, uh, kid disqualified. Yeah. The, tries to lay the beat down. He gets the upper hand on both of them. He gets Hunter in the corner. Turns around eats the meanest a really spin good spin kick, kick to the by face. kid really like, out good. of nowhere just blasts him uh then hunter gets him up gives him the pedigree yeah. uh he then leaves and and bows it like does his uh yeah. plie plie no plie is the mm, yeah uh, uh curtsy Cur- no curtsy's with the it's kind of a curtsy skirt, right well if he had a skirt it would i guess like yeah a curtsy. Okay. <laughs> uh to uh to save all then he leaves yeah um so then now we get to go to the pay-per-view which uh, starts off with them reviewing uh, the, the promo package of how uh, Diesel and HBK are no longer two chaps with four straps or <laughs> or two dudes with attitudes. Yeah. They are no longer friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, Diesel's jealousy of Sean. Uh, we get a the opening for the pay-per-view, which is like a... Like a bomber, yeah, it was like an old, like a World War Two bomber flying over the Midwest, dropping in your house bombs on, on Omaha, <laughs> on Omaha, uh, which was pretty silly. I love the in your house animations. Yeah, they're pretty fun. Uh, then you get a uh, obviously Vince and Lawler introducing the show, uh, which leads right into British Bulldogs music playing. Yeah, so Bulldog, Cornet, Owen, and Clarence, uh, Mason. And Clarence Mason come to the ring. Uh, then they... How did I never put Clarence Darrow and Perry Mason together until last until we read it last paper? I don't know. I don't know. You're just, you're just not on top of your game. You're losing, a, you're losing a, st- a step here. Apparently. Maybe it's time for you to retire. Could be. But retire from life. I want you to kill yourself. Yeah, I want you to stop breathing. Yeah, I want you to just, like, just turn off your lungs. <laughs> like a switch that just goes, no more breathing. And you're done. <laughs> 
so they get in the ring. Clarence Mason hands a paperwork, like some paperwork or whatever, to Tim White. Uh, Tim White is who sort then, of like who then shoots himself in the face, uh, but it doesn't work. Uh, so he sort of seems like baffled by the paperwork. So out comes his opponent, which is Jake the Snake Roberts. Tim White didn't know that someone would put him on the spot and make him read. <laughs> yeah, which he can't. Uh, so he this struggles. was not in the agreement. No, you didn't say anything about reading. So he, Jake Roberts comes down. They show a video package of uh, like him trying to snake Owen Bulldog. Yeah, it was it was a match from Germany. He DDT'd Owen Bulldog. Oh, uh, Bulldog jumped in and fucking clawed DQ'd, on him. and then he then he snaked Bulldog. He snaked Bulldog. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Jake eventually makes his way to the ring. Oh no, sorry, no before that, Jake's in the back. <laughs> trying yeah. to cut a promo. I know what you're going to say. <laughs> and like, as he's in the process... He's right in like, the middle. Anybody who's watched a Jake the Snake Roberts promo ever in his entire career... Like, some of the best, like, well-thought-through, like, promos that are, like, you know, very tactical, very, like, to the point, he's, like, really inside this mindset of saying what he wants to say. Yeah. And just in the middle of it, Vince cuts him off as he's talking. But, like, he's talking over Jake, who's still yeah. trying to do his promo. And Vince is like, oh, do you see what's going on in the ring here, Jake? Like, what, And then Vince, trying, talks for, do Vince talks for a while, and Jake just has to look at the camera. Yeah, like, what, a, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> shut up, Vince. Like, not only shut up, Vince, but, like, what's the point of letting Jake talk? Yeah. Why wouldn't you just say to Jake, do you see what's going on in the ring? And Jake can respond. Why let him try and do the promo and then you just continuously cut him off. Yeah. So, anyways, Jake comes to the ring, and it turns out that it's a court order to ban the snake at ringside. Yeah. Which, when Tim White hands it to Jake, he, like, rips it up, and the crowd pops. He then... Then, uh... Then, uh, Tim White is arguing with Cornette and Mason. Uh, Jake gets the snake out, and essentially, like, takes the snake over his shoulders and extends it with his arms, <laughs> and does a, like, a double snake line... <laughs> To the back of the heads of Cornette and Mason. But also the ref. But also, also Tim White. White. Yeah, he clobbers everybody. Uh, Cornette goes down like he's just been assassinated. Cornette dies. Uh, goes and then to heaven. Davey Boy starts giving him, like, chest compressions yeah. to try and get him to breathe again. It was good. So so then Jake goes over, gets the bag, puts the, like, go, walks up the engine's way, and he's sort of like, fine, I'll take like, the snake away. But I'm coming back with a big black guy. I'm coming back with an angry black man. <laughs> So he comes back with Ahmed uh, Johnson. So not entirely certain if the match was supposed to be Bulldog versus Jake. How about or <laughs> Owen and Bulldog versus Jake and Ahmed? We don't how about know. how about a Red Johnson and he's a dog? <laughs> how about a Red Johnson and he's a uh, Soviet? <laughs> okay, or Native American or China? Hmm, a lot of options. Uh, right in. Tell us your favorite. Which one do you like? Who's your favorite? A Red Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so luckily for us, this time Ahmed has his massive thigh pads back on. Yeah. Because you got to protect the most vulnerable part of your yeah, body, the thighs. His stupidly shaped boots. His meat, his uh, thighs that are bigger than my torso. They're very big thighs. Uh, he's a big boy. He's a big old hoss. Look, if you had thighs like that, you'd wear pads on them too. You know what? One time I tried and I couldn't get them high enough. Like, yeah. I couldn't get them and knee pads on. Mm-hmm. So those are like custom made. Yeah, those have like, to be like 4XL. Yeah, I knee like, pads. Yeah, they're like they they are not even designed for your knees. Like, at what point do you even? Why do you even put padding in them? 
Why aren't they just like decorative, like a piece of fabric that like what? Okay, but, matches your gear and your knee pads? Well, let's take that. But he a, has padding. I was gonna say, let's take that to its natural conclusion. Why are they? anything i mean <laughs> they don't need to exist they just look weird they do look weird but i maybe like no knowing tony big t- big t big t the way that i've seen people talk about him in shoot interviews and stuff he's he insane he's, he seems like a, he's kind of got a couple uh things loose in his brain yeah, he's, he's got a bad rattling brain. around you he's know? definitely got a bad brain yeah he's so maybe he just thought it was cool looking and it was unique i'm thinking and that. at the time it, you need to, you needed to get over somehow as if being like a six foot three like 300 <laughs> Giant pound steroid black like man. nubian dark black midnight black motherfucker midnight <laughs> evil motherfucker wasn't enough yeah but yeah it just he looks insane he's like it is actually genuinely the worst gear <laughs> it really is because like the it's, boots are stupid the boots looking. are terrible the knee pads with thigh pads yeah um and then he for the, whatever reason he had his hand taped which i think they explained him and bulldog did an arm wrestling match on raw oh that's and right he yeah. broke it in the arm wrestling match but like it legitimately could have just been he's a psychopath and punched, punched a, wall. a wall or yeah. something but also he's not the only one on his team with bad gear because jake this time look the last time we saw him jake it's was wearing, an improvement jake was wearing essentially like a sleeveless t-shirt or, or like a sleeveless like um uh um why can't i think of the I don't know. <laughs> scrubs. Uh, like, sleeveless scrubs. It, it, it was kind of scrubs. It was kind of what he was wearing. Yeah, now he has, like, the classic, yeah, this like era snake, vest. Snake pattern on the fr- on the middle yeah. and the ba- on the middle on the front and the back. Yeah, someone actually sides. spent time yeah. making this. Somebody made him a shirt. But, however, it's got, like, three clasps in the front yeah, it's, that are, it's, like, it's mid, pretty, mid-chest. It's pretty open tummy. in the front and then just some buttons. So. And then the bottom is open. So they're just spillage. You can just see your tummy. Yeah. Belly button and gut. It's not doing its job it's, hiding the problem. It's horrible. So at some point uh, when Ahmed and Owen are in there, Owen puts Ahmed in a headlock, Ugh. which then Ahmed like picks him up on his shoulder like no either, problem. Either for a back suplex or an atomic drop. Yeah. Either either one. Um, if you were to guess which one, you would be wrong because it's neither. He, he throws him forward onto his hip. Landing him directly on his yeah. head. <laughs> like, I feel like it's also kind of Owen's fault for not just taking the bump. Like, but maybe Owen didn't know what the spot was. I'm thinking Owen didn't know what the spot was. Possibly. Um, so, yeah, Owen just takes a really uncomfortable bump on his hip. Yeah. Um, the I, I made a note here um, that was a statement to WWF. Dear sirs. Dear sirs, stop showing Diana Hart. She oh, sucks. A dead-eyed bitch. Yeah, they show her again in the crowd, even though there's not really any storyline going on at the it's moment. It's okay. She definitely won't be all over the next pay-per-view. Yeah, of course not. Nothing. Nothing's going to happen at all. Um, <laughs> Lawler then refers to her as the Tammy Wynette of the <laughs> WWF. Stand by your man. Because she stands by her man. Um, <laughs> then at, a, at another point, uh, Owen gets in there and gets uh, gets the, the his heat on Jake. They where, get heat on Jake for yeah. They oh they they beat up Jake a lot too long. Um, but Lawler claims that Owen Hart is on Jake like a mongoose, which I like, which was funny. Um, Natural predators. Then Bulldog goes to hit like a his big dumb jumping elbow drop that he always misses. One day he's gonna hit it, and your mind's gonna be blown. No, I don't think it's. It's like it's like the Bubba Ray second rope senton. 
He they, hit it once. One time out of like 3,000 But what attempts. a day it was. Like, like it. My favorite one is at some point in some match where he was up there and they were wrestling the Hardy Boys and then he just goes uh, like, Jeff Hardy, see you in hell. And then he goes and does the big thing and when he hits and he sits up and he goes, oh, my back. <laughs> it's so good. Um, the, uh, the, the Ric Flair top rope crossbody also. Which he literally uh, has only hit a few times yeah. in his entire career. But uh, so, yeah, Bullock gets the big elbow. Jake rolls over and gets the hot tag to Ahmed. Yeah. Then Bulldog yeah. gets up. This made me mad. Goes over and ta- and and he so first he gets out of the ring to the apron, tags Owen, and then goes down to the floor and is selling his elbow because he's a big goddamn quitter. <laughs> it, you know what? It's, yeah. it's something about that Hart family. They're all phonies and quitters. Phonies and quitters. Anybody associated with them is a phony and a quitter. Um. <laughs> So then, yeah, so Owen gets back in, gets his ass kicked by Ahmed. Bullock gets back up on the apron. At this point, I, I pointed out to Scott, I said, why is he wearing his allied powers gear? And I, to which I said, good point. <laughs> he <laughs> He's is. got the Union Jack covering his dick, and then the waistband is stars. Yeah, and the sides have this, the, the, yeah. the, the flag, the American flag on them. Like, and, also, he, and as you pointed out, stars, no bars. No bars. Not my flag. Well, is it that he was so fucked up that he forgot his gear and that was all he had? I'd say that's on the table. Like he didn't pack his bag and he just kept that gear in his bag? Quite possible. Uh, it's weird, but that's probably what happened. Um, then, uh, oh, okay, so... At some point... So, there's six hours of heat on Jake Roberts. Yes. He makes the hot tag to Ahmed finally. Yeah. Crowds into it. Ahmed does his hot come, I guess hot spots, and then... Immediately. Immediately tags back in tags Jake. Back just got his Jake ass Roberts, kicked for six minutes. Who is so legitimately tired. Yeah, he looked exhausted. Because, like, leading up to the hot tag, Jake was moving very slow. Yeah. Yeah. Because he'd been in there for longer than the previous two years he'd been alive wrestling. <laughs> yes. Um. So, yeah, the finish... Is Owen distracts the ref. Ahmed's literally doing nothing. Yeah. Um, Bulldog gets the tennis racket. Yeah. When and goes or goes outside to get the tennis racket, comes up on the apron. When he's going to get back in, Jake tries to grab him, and he blasts Jake in the knee with the with the tennis racket. Yeah. And he gets in the ring, hits him once or twice more. Yeah. Throws it out, and then just puts him in an Achilles hold. Yeah. And Jake pretty much immediately taps. Goes out. as if he's going to put him in a half crab, but then doesn't turn over, and then just stands there and yeah. cranks the leg, and that was enough for I guess the verbal and, submission. And then Bulldog like leaves angry. I don't. Yeah, I don't get because like P.S. They're not breaking up Bulldog no. and Owen. No, they both they're both heels for more than another year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for whatever reason, like Bulldog's like super pissed off and he storms to the back. Yeah, all angry for whatever reason. Uh, we're never told. So after that, we go backstage where we get to see One Two Three Kid and Mark Mero on, on the, the hotline. on the hotline pretend, pretending. Uh, doing some acting, and l- so then Lawler says that he like he, he he again makes more reference to Sable being ugly, and then he asks Vince if he really thinks she's pretty, which Vince McMahon says yes, because he's not gay like Jerry Lawler, <laughs> um, which is silly. But I did I did which, say which knowing what we know is funny is funny because Jerry Lawler though a pedophile is straight yeah. and Vince is very much gay very much. Vince Vince's butthole has been used a lot. <laughs> so I did say this to you though that I thought that Sable looked different. 
You thought this was the original Sable uh, yes. before she died and got replaced by Brian Lee. <laughs> yeah, I thought this was a real Undertaker, Ultimate Warrior, Sable situation. Yeah, the classic. The original wasn't the one at the end. The classic three gimmicks that died and were replaced. Yes. Uh, but yeah, she, I don't know. She, maybe it's just because she hasn't really like had any the, any surgery yeah, done. This is like the she, first we've ever seen. She her. looks like this, a natural human being. This is the earliest Sable you'll see. Yes. Like she debuted a month ago. A month ago, yeah. yeah. Um, so the the next the next match, and calling it a match is a real Ugh. a real insult to professional Ugh. wrestling matches. So they show a, pa- a package about the Ultimate Warrior. Return. I'll show you a package. Yeah, it's a small package. I've seen it. You're no, you're no Kelly. That's a wrestling move. Uh, yeah, it is. So they show a, pre- pre- a promo package about the Ultimate Warrior returning, and then they show a promo package about the Ultimate Warrior's feud with Goldust. Yeah. And the next match is an Intercontinental Title, leading match. us to believe that we are about to see a wrestling match. Between the Ultimate Warrior and Goldust. And Goldust. However, however, <laughs> we were both mistaken. So the the technically this is listed as an intercontinental title match between Goldust and Ultimate Warrior. It is far from that. Yeah. It is a gold so Goldust, I'm I'm not sure of the exact details, but Goldust suffered a severe knee injury. He has a legitimate knee injury. On the raw before this. Yeah. Where he I, I uh, not a hundred percent certain, but he tore an, an a CL, either an A or an M. Uh, part- no P. I don't, maybe it's not P out of the question. I don't think P really affects your knee as much as your A or M. I'm going to affect you. with I some think P. P P is like lateral movement. Yeah, it, and, it's and ACL and MCL are like bending and extending. If you're going to tear a CL, P is the one yeah. you want. Yeah, but I think it was, it was an ACL or an MCL. It was a partial tear. Yeah, um, he's got his knee is like heavily bandaged, and he he can barely walk. Like not he's, even not even selling. He's not it. selling. He's like you he's, can tell he's yeah, legitimately he, limping. He genuinely does not want to be on his foot on his yeah. leg. So there's a bunch of really bad Jerry Lawler movie related puns <laughs> where he talks about how Goldust has a brave heart and how him. And hey, it had just one best he, picture. He and Marlena have uh, cruel and in- no, cr- not, cru- not cruel intentions. Uh, dangerous, dangerous minds. In- dangerous and in- dangerous minds. Dangerous liaisons. Dangerous liaisons. <laughs> uh, anyways, whatever. There's so the warrior comes out. Goldust almost immediately powders out of the ring. Yeah, and it is just a, a, a series of like. Uh, please, please, sir, don't hurt me because you hate fags and I'm a fag. Please, <laughs> please don't. I'm, I'm, I'm hurt and I don't want to wrestle. Uh, that that pays off. So that's the it, only that good is that thing is one later. of the two greatest things that happens in this match. We'll, we'll come to that. So yeah, they gold they, d- they don't touch. Goldust also has um, oh yeah a uh, a bodyguard who they just refer to as that man or his bodyguard, which is a out of character Mantar who is literally only involved in this one match. Who yeah, who like a coward has had reverse, reverse surgery, bull surgery. Yep. <laughs> he he is not a Mantar anymore. No, he's just man. He is a man. <laughs> Uh, he is a guy with a hat and a suit. Which I have abs... Like, I watched this pay-per-view, and I know wrestling from 1996. I have 
absolutely no recollection of first of Mantar doing anything other than Mantar. Yeah. And second of like him even for one show being Goldust's bodyguard. Yeah. Well, None. legitimately he only got assigned to be Goldust's bodyguard so someone so could take a someone few bumps. could take bumps from the warrior. Yeah. Because he literally Dustin couldn't use his leg. So yeah, so then there's just Tom Fockery and like warriors threat like you know you doing his like gotta do the presses and then he's yelling at the bodyguard guy and so Goldust just decides to straight up leave yeah so he grabs Marlena to leave she drops the cigar yep Warrior then picks up the cigar goes back to the ring and starts smoking the cigar this is a pre-COVID show he then grabs Goldust or the grabs the director's chair yeah he pulls that in the ring then he gets Goldust's robe and he puts that on the back of the chair then he gets Goldust's uh, wig and he puts that on the chair so much happens that isn't wrestling then he sits on the chair and smokes a cigar and for yeah. whatever reason that makes Goldust really angry that, that he's really on his set chair. him off yeah. so then Goldust hobbles his way back to the ring yeah. Uh, the crowd begins to start chanting something, which we, we for a second, we pause and we're listening. And we're there, like, it was going for a mm. bit and not really, we no, nothing really caught our ear. Yeah. And then I'm like, wait, it's two syllables and I guess they could be chanting that. Rewind, rewind, rewind. Go I'm back like, a second. Oh, that definitely started with an F. Yeah, they're chanting faggot at him. They were chanting faggot hard. The whole crowd. So 5,500 people, men, women, children. So Goldust comes all the way back down to the ring. He's around ringside hobbling. He yeah. hobbles over to the to the uh, to Howard Finkel, takes the microphone, and says, <laughs> all of you listen up. If you don't stop yelling, if you don't uh, shut up and sit down right now, I'm going to come into the crowd and I'm going to kiss every single one of you. The it, best threat. It was amazing. And the crowd immediately pops and then starts chanting faggot again. <laughs> They, they they don't even miss a beat. They're like, I'm gonna kiss all of you, faggot, faggot, faggot. So yeah, it, it is one of the greatest moments of, of this Christ. era of wrestling. So good, yeah. and like good on him on on Dustin for like going down and saying like, well, if they're gonna call me faggot, then I'm gonna throw the kiss, kiss off him. Of yeah. I'm gonna make this worse. I'm gonna fight fire with fire. Yeah. So eventually, he gets back in the ring. And Warrior, like, tells him to, like, you know, or, like, points, like, you know, kind of, like, here, like, have a seat on your chair. And then he goes, here, I'll, I'll even put the ra- the robe back on you. So he gives the cigar back to Marlena, who grossly immediately puts it back in her mouth and yeah, smokes Yeah, just it. everyone's sucking on the same yeah, brown disgusting. dick. Then uh, he gets Goldust, puts his robe back on, and Goldust sits in his chair, and Marlena comes over, and they sort of, like, I don't know, do gross stuff. Yeah. Then Marlena, like, kisses his hand. Yeah. Then she gives the cigar back to Warrior, who starts smoking. I've never seen more cigar sharing in my life. No, absolutely (laughs) not. But especially between two people that aren't even remotely romantically involved. Yeah. Um, So then Goldust sort of like reaches over and tries to like pet the Warrior. And then he presents his hand for him to kiss it. Kiss it. So, you know, the crowd sort of is like, "Uh, who's this queer? (laughs) And then uh, Warrior just like... Uh, takes the cigar, burns the back of Goldust's hand. Yeah. Goldust sells it madly. Warrior runs off the rope, hits a clothesline, knocks him over the chair. Goldust, Goldust rolls out of the, the ring match, immediately. But he's gone. Um, and then he sort of like hobbles to the entranceway again. Then, so like, first of all, the bell didn't ring for the match. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so then Goldust goes all the way back up the rampway and the referee starts counting to 10. Yeah. 
So the rest of the time that Goldust was outside the ring for, I don't know, five minutes. A long time. Uh, the ref didn't count. Correct. But then all of a sudden now it's time to start counting. Yes. So counts him out. Yeah. Uh, him and Marlena are, are going to leave. Warrior comes out of the ring and sort of confronts the bodyguard guy. The bodyguard guy runs away from him, gets in the ring. Like a fat Like guy. a fat man. <laughs> Because he is a fat man. That's true. Uh, Warrior gets in. They sort of trade a little bit. And then Warrior just pretty much just kicks his ass. Yeah, he just gives a bunch of clotheslines. Gives a bunch of clotheslines. Tries to rip his shirt off. And it only sort of works. (laughs) And then Uh, eventually gets it off. Yeah. Uh, then hits like a, a, a scoop slam on him. Yeah. Warrior puts on the the gold dust wig, <laughs> and then stands in the corner and does his pose with the cigar in his mouth. Like it's not a match. No. It is se- almost seven minutes of them not even touching each other, and then an immediate countout. Yeah. It fucking sucked. It's horrible. <laughs> it was awful. Unwatchable. Uh, so after that, uh, we go to the back with handsome Doc who is outside Shawn Michaels' locker room, where the pissed-off Bulldog, for whatever reason, is trying to get into Shawn's locker room. Bulldog, who just won a match and has had no interaction with Shawn Michaels. And was also, like, not even angry before. No. And now, all of a sudden, is, like, the most pissed-off man that's ever been involved in wrestling. I feel like I missed something. I don't think we did, though. Uh, no, we didn't, but... Like, yeah. It's it's literally just to set up next pay-per-view. Yeah. But, like, there's no other way you could have done it. So, they they have Tony Gurea and someone else, and two referees, and Owen, trying to calm down the Bulldog, which isn't working. I think a Hebner. Was it Hebner? Yeah, maybe yeah. it was Hebner. So, they're trying to calm him down, super pissed. Then, it just, like, it seems like it's lingering on that too long. Mm-hmm. And when they go to cut back to the <laughs> yeah. announcers, you get a quick, like, split-second glimpse of, like... A, of real a, Of, like, an angry Vincent Kennedy McMahon yeah. at the cameraman, like, gesturing at him to, like, give the two-shot. Like, fucking come over here. And then... And the lights are out because I guess everybody's watching the screen. And the lights don't come back on right away. And you can kind of tell that Vince is, like, yeah. not in the best mood. No. Him and Lawler sort of go off each other back and forth a little bit. But, like, you can tell Vince is... Genuinely pretty pissed yeah, off. Yeah, like, come on. Uh, so next next up is a man called Vader and Razor Ramon. Um, I made the note here that Vader has very underrated music. Yeah, I mean, good. as does Razor. But Vader's music is just like that really good era of Jim Johnston, like, making good specific music for somebody. Yeah. Because, like, now it's all just, like, generic shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, th- like his music's really solid. Razor's music's really solid. Jake the Snake's music's really solid. Like, yeah, this is the ones. era of like the best music. Yeah, uh, which I think we've said before. Definitely. Uh, so this is, as we looked, uh, is Razor's last uh, televised match. Yeah, he only has a handful of house shows after this, and then he's gone. Um, it it is honestly like. Almost all of Razor's offense for the major- majority of this match until the very end yeah. is just punches. Well, it got to a point where we're like, is he going to be able to yeah. get offense on him? Will he do a, a single punch? move? Will he do a move? And the answer he was did. eventually yes. But for the first long time, it was just punches and maybe a, a couple of clotheslines. Yeah. But it, yeah, it was not a whole, whole lot more. Um, so yeah, after a while of just like it was, it was enough back and forth. Um, but then Vader sort of like took over, but you could see a moment for sure where Vader definitely slowed down. Like he was exhausted. He got a little tired. Yeah. He ran out of steam real fast. Yeah. Um, he's pretty fat here. 
He's been he's in, very fat. Yeah, he's been in better shape than he's this. He's very fat. He's even been in better shape after this. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah for sure. So yeah, he he is in bad shape. Um, <laughs> there was a moment where he went up. Uh, he went up to the second rope to do a splash. Well, sorry. First, oh no, sorry. No, he did that, he did that first. So he he went up to the second rope to do a splash. Razor gets up to cut him off, and Vader definitely like takes the jump. <laughs> to take the slam before Razor's like even in position. Yeah. So Razor just sort of has to like use his arms to, to yeah. like pretend like he's Va- Vader just him. does a somersault. Yeah. Uh, then, uh, but th- but then immediately Razor or these, Vader's just back up on him. There were several points this where happened, yeah, where Razor times. would get like finally like hit a move on him and get get some hope, and then they both stand up and Vader punches him. Yep. <laughs> and yep. just Vader back on so, offense. So, uh, so after that move, Razor, Vader just straight up hits the Vader bomb, and Razor. And we're like, oh, Razor is that kicks it? Out. And Razor kicks out. We're like, oh, he kicked um, out of his finisher. Then they they fight back up to their feet. Uh, Razor uh, hits like a like a, a reverses a su- like the reverses a suplex. Um, yep. The crowd kind of pops for it, but it's kind of been really dead up until this crowd point. Was, was not great. Yeah. Um, and then Vader just like gets up and punches him. Yeah, like it's like suplex, and then no selling, no offense for Razor, and just yeah. straight up punches him. Um, and then okay, then Raz- then Vader goes back up to the top to the second to maybe tease doing a suit of Vader salt. Yeah, um, but then Razor goes over and like teases doing the Razor's edge, and we're like, no fucking like, way. That's a big fucking dude. Like Scott Hall's strong, but Vader's like a fat fuck. Yeah, he's legitimately so pushing four hundred pounds. He gets his arms extended under Vader's arms while Vader's still standing on the second. Yeah, but then that's it. Like as soon as he goes to yeah, walk he, away, yeah, he, he never he sells he, the yeah. ribs, and Vader just takes a straight back bump. To yeah, the he never lifts him unassisted. Yeah, at all. Um, but th- but then again, like then Vader just beats his ass. Again, yeah, stand up, punch him, <laughs> and then Vader goes back to the corner to do something else. Definitely again, for a moonsault because he goes to the top row. Where Razor goes over and gets him for like for an electric chair. I think I do remember getting very excited that Vader was maybe going to do a moonsault. Yes, when I watched yeah, this, for sure. yeah, for sure. But yeah, so he gets him in an electric chair and just and he like goes back and Vader takes kind of a scary bump. Yeah, because you because sometimes when you're just, when you're falling on an electric chair, the person up top in the chair uh can like over rotate yeah and like their instead of falling flat their head goes down a lot faster than their back and legs yes and and i feel like as the person doing it there needs to be like a little bit of pushing backwards yeah as opposed to just falling yeah because the weight on your shoulders is gonna fall faster is naturally than you're gonna falling. Yeah, go so over. you sort of have to like push backwards so they're going like yeah. level with you. That's not how it works for Vader. Vader like I mean he was it wasn't the neck bump, but no, it was definitely more it was, upper shoulders than it was full back. Yeah, and I imagine as he was going down there he was, was like, there was oh, a fuck. moment of fear. <laughs> oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck. Oh fuck. yeah. Yeah, there was definitely some of that. Um one thing that I did make a note, especially after the extra chair drop, but it happened the entire fucking match, was Vader constantly fixing his chin strap. Yeah. Like constantly having to readjust it the, under his chin. Yeah, and this the, is like the, the, bu- worst the buckle at of- the back had gone rogue. It was like sticking out. Yeah, yeah, this is the worst version of his mask. Because later he gets the one that's sort of like black fabric that goes around his head. Yes. And then uh, goes like from behind the ears and under. Yeah. Whereas this one's like around the mouth and under the chin. Yeah. And that just constantly, it's like a real Rey Mysterio of like, <laughs> do a move, fix your chin. Do a move, fix your chin. Like it was annoying. 
Um, and then um, Vader wins by just kind of sitting on him. Yep. That's it. <laughs> See you, Scott. Enjoy WCW. Yeah. Good thing he gave Vader the rub because it's not like he's going to be nothing in like a year. Go make a million dollars a year in WCW. <laughs> yep. Good for him, though. And also with a contract where if you sign anybody else to more money, then you so get more money. smart. Yeah, Hull and, Hull and Nash really, so smart. really lucked out by having the, the clout to... Anytime they sign someone else for a bunch of money, they get more money. <laughs> yeah, I, I wonder, like, I'm sure that, like, even if you ask Nash or Hull, they're not going to know. And Bischoff would probably, like, downplay it. But, like, I hope that it was like, okay, we're making a million each. If you sign anyone for, let's say, 200000 we get this much. Yeah. If you sign anybody for, like, three fifty, if it was this If much. it was tiered. If it's, yeah, like, that would be rad. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, you're, then if you're like, hey, if you sign anybody else to a million dollars, you have to give us a bump. Yeah. So then you just wouldn't sign anybody to a million dollars. Yeah. But, like, yeah, if it was tiered, that would be <laughs> rad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so post-match, Jim Cornette and Vader kind of a promo. <laughs> Jim Cornette says that by the time that, the, that we got finished with Razor Ramon, he looked like Margot Kidder, which is pretty funny. <laughs> Good reference. Um, then, was it topical then? I don't know. When was Superman 5? 1990? In there, maybe? I don't know. Was she even in Superman 5? I don't know if she made it that far. I think she was in 1 and 2 for sure, and yeah. that's it. Also, were there 5? Yeah, I think there was 5. Okay. I think uh, I think that the the later ones were garbage and no one cared. Like one and two people like, and the rest are whatever. There's definitely a four. Superman four: The Quest for Peace is 1987. Maybe, maybe that's the last one then. Uh, I think yeah, four. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 78, 80, 83, 87. Okay. So yes, topical. <laughs> I'm guessing she didn't do a lot besides. Uh, a, a lot after Superman 4. Uh, well, I can tell you right now that she's still currently be- acting. Be- besides showing up disheveled in someone's yard. <laughs> yeah. Um, everything that's listed, like, she had a couple of, no, like, uncredited nice. <laughs> appearances and then some television and stuff, but... Nice going from this, Lois Lane at, to uncredited. At this point, uh, like in 1996, I feel like her 90s were slow. She the thing is she's she, doing stuff. She, she did a lot, but it's it's nothing. It's it's, it's, it's garbage stuff. Yeah, it's straight to straight to DVD or like VHS hey, I mean, or that, I'm I'm if you're doing straight to DVD in 1996, that's actually pretty impressive. That's true. That, that is true. <laughs> uh, straight to VHS. Um, straight to beta. Like, now, straight to beta in '96 is not so good. She, the only things that she did in 1996 were two movies called Henry and Verlin, of course, and Never Met Picasso. Love it. And those are the two things she did. And then she was in 32 episodes of Boston Common. Okay, that was a real show. I never even heard of it. I have. Is it some kind of college thing? Um, it's the it was the prequel to Boston Legal. I don't believe you. Shut up. Is it actually? No. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, it's got a whole lot of people. Zach Galifianakis. That's right. But that's it. That's the only person I've ever heard of. I mean, there's like a bunch of character actors and stuff. But yeah. No real people. The lead actor was Anthony Clark. Okay. Tony C. Name one thing he's in. Go. Um, he played second base for the New York Giants. No, that, hey. was, that was Will Clark. No. Um, 
So then it was announced by Handsome Doc or whoever. Well, no, Jr. Handsome Doc. I don't know. Did they call them the New York Giants? Yeah. How old am I <laughs> before they moved to San Francisco? <laughs> you are ninety-six Jesus years Christ. old. Jesus Christ! Uh, I might edit that off. You you are not allowed. Also, the fucking New York Giants. Jesus Christ! I'm the oldest person. I'm in a the big world. fan of the Brooklyn Dodgers. They. <laughs> it's as stupid as saying that. Or the Boston Black Sox. The Boston Braves. Boston Braves. <laughs> Holy fuck. Or the I'm a big fan of the Negro Leagues. The New Orleans Jazz. Yep. The the Minneapolis Lakers. The Vancouver Grizzlies. Hey, that that still hurts. Too soon. Too soon. Uh, so Gorilla Monsoon has officially announced that it's Vader versus Yokozuna at the next in your house, uh, which I'm sure is bad. That's going to be interesting. Uh, Yoko's going to be real fat. He's already really fat. Yeah. So I can't imagine that in a couple months he's going to be less exactly. fat. Um, they show Undertaker and Paul Bear in the <laughs> cyber zone with Paul Bear talking to some guy typing on a computer, yeah. but you can't hear anything. Something about the Undertaker and the internet, like, don't <laughs> jive. Yeah. Well, he wasn't doing anything. He was standing in the background. He wasn't moving. But he shouldn't oh, have been. Also, this is our seventh in your house. We've had one We've Undertaker had match. One Undertaker yeah. match, and it was bad. That's correct. Yeah, great. I'm glad that we're getting to see the Undertaker. But you know what? Like yeah, all we've seen is him, Mabel. That's the only Undertaker like, match we've seen. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, bold statement. Hit it. Undertaker had one good year in the nineties. And maybe a handful of good years in the 2000s. Yeah. No, and the rest of it's been shit. Yeah. Here's what not a lot of people are willing to say. The Undertaker's 1990s are primarily dog shit. Yeah. Now, not entirely his... Pieces of shit. That's the thing. Not really his fault because mm-hmm. he only got booked against monsters. Yep. But he did not do a lot of good stuff in the 90s. Nope. He had a few it was go- stuff one, like once the attitude era came around. Yeah. Then he got better, but there was also lots of shit. Oh yeah. So it's not like he got like everything consistently got better. It was like 90s is like almost unwatchable. Yeah. And like the early, like the mid 90s is unwatchable. The late yeah. 90s is a real like this is pretty good. It's a grab this bag. is pretty bad. Because you this got is like pretty good. you got some Foley, some Shawn Michaels, and then a lot yeah. of bullshit. And like some Steve Austin and some Sid, and then <laughs> and then eventually some like some Kurt Angle. Yeah. Um, and then eventually like into the 2000s is like biker stuff is shit. Big Red is shit. There's a, there's a couple like, good biker yeah, matches. There's, there's some de- when him, he wasn't him, squashing everyone. Him, him and Cena was pretty like was decent. And like and, and like the him. Uh, him rock angle three rock angles is good, yeah. biker years. Um, and then then it kind of like goes, but it goes up from there because yeah. then then it became more about like only having him work better people. Yeah, because like yeah, you got your great Khalis in there and your <laughs> Muhammad Hassan's, but yeah. then it was like Angle, like Sean, Sean yeah. Booker, like to some extent JBL, like mm-hmm. Eddie. Uh, that's all I can think of. Oh, I mean Kane for sure, Kane. Oh, obviously Kane. But yeah, like I don't think enough people are, are uh, willing to admit that Taker's career has actually kind of been shit. It's actually not that good. Yeah, it, I mean it's again not his fault. But like the fact that we're seven in your house is in, and we've seen one really bad Mabel casket match. Yeah, like that's pretty fucking sad. Grant, I mean by the end of this, we'll see him more. 
Yeah. Like, he, he does do a lot more. But, yeah, it's just – it's a real, like, what a waste. <laughs> yeah. What a waste of, in theory, your your biggest attraction. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, you want to see him wrestle this big Argentinian guy in a bodysuit? <laughs> do you want to watch watch him wrestle a human egg? <laughs> Like, do you want to watch him wrestle, I don't know, like, uh, like a big fat see, black king? When you say it like that, I kind of do <laughs> want to see all those things because they sound really fun. It would have been funny if he wrestled King Kong Bundy and he knocked him over and he couldn't get up to his feet. <laughs> or he shattered. Or he shattered into pieces. <laughs> um, so next up we get Todd Pattengale hawking a bunch of merch as usual. Yep. However. Polo shirts. This time. In multiple sizes. sizes it's not it's a one-size-fits-all one situation, situation. Uh, so after that we get a sunny sable marlena uh silhouette of it was a poster or a shirt uh it was it was, th- it was uh several people holding three yes. si- three big signs together yeah and it's a yeah sunny marlena sable the six best reasons to watch wwf <laughs> very funny not wrong not wrong yeah um, the the amount of DNA spilled during this time uh, was probably a lot. Yeah, because uh, yeah, because internet masturbating had like just been invented. Game changer, baby. Game changer. And all those pictures of Sunny. Woo. Yeah. Try looking at them now. Like current Sunny. I don't, yeah. I, don't I was gonna say they, I'll try. Can't look, get it up. I'll still try looking at the '96 ones now. Yeah. Can't even get it up, baby. Uh. So we come. We come back to the ring. Uh, which is a WWF Tag Team Titles match where we don't get a Godwin's entrance. Yeah. And we don't really get a Body Donna's entrance because they're already on the way to the ring when we come back. Yeah. So, like, uh, fuck them, I guess, right? Uh, so However, easily the best match yeah. on the show up to this point. Super good. It's yeah. good. Uh, so, yeah, the whole sort of storyline is that uh, Phineas I... Pig wants to fuck. Pig Pig wants to fuck Sonny. And yeah. he's very into her. Yeah. And she has been playing him against his own team, sort of. Uh, because, obviously, she's a distraction for him. Yeah. Now, Henry O, not distracted at all. No, Henry O is, like, in it, in it to win it. He's now, working is, hard. Yeah, so is he just all business, or does he only fuck other swine? He only, he only bangs pigs. Okay. He's a pig farmer. Come on. Yeah. You don't think they, I mean, he two things: you fuck pigs, or you kill indigenous prostitutes, you bury them on your property, <laughs> and you feed them to your pigs. Shout out to Picton. Yeah, shout out to the Picton brothers. Brothers. It, well, yeah, there's both of them, but like only one was only one was convicted. But there's lots of people that think that the oh, other really? brother was. At least, if if not involved, at least had some knowledge an accessory of what was to... happening. To cover like, up, like he whatnot. never actively saw a dead prostitute, but he de- he also knew that his brother was like a, a, a pig farming hick who yeah. wanted wanted to do some bad stuff. Um, I would love to do a bonus episode podcast where we just talk about that on Robert Pickton. On Robert Pickton, yeah, because like that's a pretty crazy thing. Yeah, guys, shout shout out to local boy, local <laughs> hometown local hero, hometown hero, Robert Pickton, one of North America's most prolific serial killers. Yeah. Like, but like flies way under the radar. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think yeah, check him out. I think we should definitely do a bonus episode just talking about that. Sure, because there's a lot to talk about. There is, um, especially considering it happened. 15 minutes from where I grew it up. It happened on Drew's property. It, it happened in my backyard. My dad is Robert Pickett. <laughs> and I know some things. Uh, but I also really want to watch WrestleMania. 
Yes. So don't <laughs> ask me any questions. Um, so, the, the, okay, this match starts out with the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Henry Godwin starts out. He spits a loogie straight up in the air. Yep. He catches it in his open palm. Yep. Claps his hands together and rubs, rubs them together. Mouth. And then high fives Phineas. It was awesome. It was fucking disgusting. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so yeah, so this match was excellent. So yeah, Henry Godwin can can really work. Yeah, um, like not even low key, but I guess low key. Like Chris Candido or uh, Skip is like one of the most underrated workers probably of ever. all time. Like he's, he's so good, he's so good, and he's such a great bumper. Yeah, like everything he does, he takes like a perfect bump on. Yeah, uh, other than the time he broke his leg and then died from it. I mean, but can't win them all. Um, but like Phineas is pretty solid, and it's not like Doctor Tom is really bad. Doctor Tom is pretty good. He's he's like he's like a solid worker. Yeah. Right. Um, however, Th- thumbs you, up to Zip. <laughs> uh, however, you you questioned his credentials as a doctor. I do. Unless he's a doctor of pussyology. Then I'm back in. I don't think he is. Look at him. He's fucking ugly. <laughs> he's the better looking Pritchard. Oh, that's a real. That's a real. Uh, would you rather? Cut off your own dick or suck China's dick situation. <laughs> like, it's lose-lose. Whichever the good one is, is Tom... Tom Pritchard is way better looking than Bruce Yeah, Pritchard. but it's not like either one of them's good looking. No, but yeah. come on. Um, the, so, yeah, there's a lot of really good psychology, like, good uh, good planning about around, like, Sonny and Phineas. Yeah. Uh, Henry, at one point, does a wheelbarrow uh, suplex... Yeah, which it's is can't, it's to skip, which is rad. which is great, and because I think last time he did a similar setup into a good, like strong looking uh, face yes. buster. Yeah, he did. But this time yeah. he just like went all the way back. We're like, damn, that was good. He's been watching the tapes. <laughs> uh, at this point, I noticed that Phineas's wrist tape was duct tape. Yep, good eye, which was funny. Yeah, and I respect the living the gimmick. Uh, however, I, uh, I hope it's not real duct tape on his skin. I would hate that. I, would... bet, I bet you it's probably tape over tape. Yeah. Like, it's probably, like, wrist proper wrist tape with that over top. Yeah. Um, then there was a re- real scary-looking spot where uh, Phineas runs the ropes, uh, ducks a line from Zip, and Skip pulls the top rope down. Ooh. But, like, Phineas sort of, like, hits the top rope, like, rolls over, like hits the second roll rope, over it. and then, hit, like, goes, like, a hard hip first on the apron. Yeah, it just, like, like it looked smashes like it really on the apron. Hurt. Yeah. Um, so then they get him back in the ring, they work him over a bit, they do a... Because, like, like, Skip and Zip aren't really tall. Like, no. they're they're thick, but they're not tall guys, and no. the Godwins are pretty tall. Yeah. Uh, they do a double, like, uh, sling-off-the-top rope suplex... Yeah, double slingshot suplex. Double slingshot suplex, yep. which is was pretty good, pretty Looked impressive. Good. Yep. Uh, then Skip does a, a jump up, no hands Rana. Yep. Uh, on Phineas, which was really which good. Which is great, yep. Uh, then when uh, Phineas sort of like gets his uh, his hope back, his hope spots, he starts doing mule kicking. Great. And like actually kind of kicks Skip on purpose or by accident. Yeah, the first one was, wasn't was at anyone. He was just, like, having a fit. Yeah, he was just getting himself. <laughs> yeah. And then the second one, yeah, he kind of kicked Candido. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then they get back on him. He uh, he gets the tag to Henry. He Then Sonny, who I guess had disappeared but no one noticed. Yeah. Uh, however, it's hard to not notice when she's so fucking annoying. Cause, <laughs> she's like, very annoying. She just constantly is yelling and talking on the floor. Like, yeah, she's a good manager, but she's very distracting. Yeah. Um, so she comes back out and presents Phineas with an autographed picture of her that says, 
to pig with all my love, Sonny. <laughs> um, and so he's like, you know, very like in love and like enamored with this picture, which Hillbilly Jim like sees it and goes like, what are you doing? And takes it away and he like puts it in the slot bucket. Or no, yeah, sorry. He she he goes out to, to slot bucket Sonny. Yeah. And pig comes out to stop him and goes like, hey, look at this picture she gave me. You can't slop her. And he goes, no, you you, you big dummy. And he takes it away this from This picture him, belongs and, in the slot. Stuffs it in the slot bucket. At this point, uh, Henry goes to yell at the two of them on the floor where um, now Zip uh, rolls in the ring, the old, the old twin magic of non Even though they look nothing alike besides the stupid Same bleach gear buzz and cut. Bleach, bleached buzz cut, yeah. But like, they're twin magic of non-twins. Yeah. Um, so then when Henry comes back in and goes to hit a move, uh, Zip... Small package. Or Skip small packages him and pins him. The end. So, Bodyguard is retained. Uh, they win. They leave. Then Henry sort of like gets all mad at Phineas, grabs the slot bucket, takes the pitcher out, like he shows it at him, like she's tricking you, you dummy. Quit being and, so horny. Puts it back in the slot bucket, puts the slot bucket away, and he gives him a big old hug, and he's like, "Listen, I love you, you big idiot, but you can't. You, she doesn't want you. She, she's just playing you for a fool. Cause like, look at her, look at you. She's playing you you're, for a pig. You're you're a pig, and she'd never fuck a pig. She'd only fuck a crackhead." Um, so then as they're having this argument, uh, Lawler says on commentary that he heard once that a a hooker once told Phineas, uh, not on the first date, (laughs) which is pretty, which is pretty funny. Uh, so then we get a big video package for the next in your house running down the card of matches that they've announced, which so far is just Vader, Yokozuna, Hunter Hearst, Helmsley, Mark Marrow. That was it. Uh, Savio, Steve Austin. Oh, Savio, Steve Austin. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Which is going to be fucking great. Yep. Uh, then in the back, you got Handsome Doc, where he's interviewing Sable and Marrow again, just talking about the Triple H thing and what he did to them in the pre-show, in the uh, free-for-all, and yeah. blah, 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 like, whatever. Uh, so, the main event was the no-holds-barred match between former friends, now enemies, and not frenemies. Best though. frenemies? No, they can't be frenemies, no. because they're not actually friends anymore. Of uh, world champion Shawn Michaels and Diesel, so um, the one one thing I meant to mention last podcast but I forgot was the whole like Shawn getting beaten up by those uh, the you know like the unprovoked getting beaten up by a bunch of Marines yeah or just like how funny and how easily they were willing to just throw Marines under the bus like, yeah how these what? military officers took it upon themselves to uh, like beat up a completely these, innocent these thugs like not even uh, provoking them professional wrestler in a bar yeah it's such a pre 9-11 mindset because like now they would never no say no that. no but of course, uh, the towers haven't fallen yet, so you can do whatever you want. Uh, so in the back, before they come out, they show the highlights of the free-for-all where both Michaels and Diesel cut promos, where in Diesel's promo, he said that he's making a promise to Vince he's got something that he's going to give Vince. him a big surprise, yeah. and that, that's it. So the match starts. They start off hot and heavy with Sean like, getting, getting on Diesel, bumps him to the floor. Sean goes up and hits a big rounding off. Top to floor moonsault. Yeah. Which somehow lands like a cross body. Yeah, he like does not commit. It was to a doing weird a it was not a full back Yeah, it was like a, it was like a sidewinder moonsault. Yeah. Uh, cross body. Uh they get back at the ring. He goes and steals Hugo Savinovich's boot and hits him with the boot. <laughs> um and so then and then at this point, uh Diesel cuts off Sean. 
And then they keep cutting to the commentary booth or table where Lawler is like pointing at Diesel and pointing at Vince. Yeah, because like, like Diesel will Diesel, like he's over Diesel here. will look over to the commentary yeah. table and Lawler's like he's here. He's here. Get him. <laughs> Give him your surprise. Give him, Give your him surprise. the business. Yeah, which is kind of annoying because they do it like three or four times. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sean, Sean's bumping like crazy. Yeah, Sean. There's there's one real good one where it's the whip shard whip Sean hard into the corner. He does the somersault up the ropes and then uh, goes over to the apron. And then the second he hits the apron, Diesel hits a big elbow on him and then he jumps and necks himself on the guardrail. Yeah, it's really it was good. great. D- Diesel also hits like a really really solid sidewalk slam, big jumping sidewalk. Which he does slam. every match, so it's like not like we should be surprised. But it's like, good though; they're always awesome. Yeah, like he gets such good air for on yeah. those. He's a basketball player. He's, I mean, yeah, it's true. He's a basketball player. Uh, so then, <laughs> and Diesel sets up for the jackknife powerbomb. Oh my god! And he turns to Jose Lothario, <laughs> who's in Sean's corner, and he goes, <laughs> "Hey, old man, this is how we do it in the '90s." And then he's great. Jackknife. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. <laughs> um, so then, yeah. So, I mean, Diesel, in theory, could have probably had the match won, but he wants to beat up Sean. Yeah. So, and then, then on commentary, uh, Lawler states that Sean is giving up 50 pounds difference to Diesel. And I like, it's, uh, 50? <laughs> it's a lot more than 50. Hashtag wrestle lies, <laughs> because we hypothesize Diesel's like maybe 270. And Sean's probably like 185, 190. Yeah. So he's giving up minimum 80 pounds. Minimum 80 pounds. Yeah. Um, but because, Sean's billed at what, like 230 or some uh, fucking bullshit? Like, yeah, like, all, like yeah. 235. 235 or something. And Diesel's billed at, you know, close Three, to 300. 300, yeah. yeah. Like, no, it's not, not, even, close. not even close. So uh, at one point, Diesel gets frustrated, just turns around, just like fucking chokes. Earl Abner, like, grabs him by the throat, <laughs> just, just slams him to the ground. Just does. He then takes off Earl's belt and just, like, fucking and whips cracks Sean, him yeah. a bunch of times. He then puts it around his neck and starts choking him, then throws him over the top rope and, like, kind of... Really hangs like, him for like, a minute. genuinely hangs yeah. him for a bit. Um... Then uh, <laughs> Lawler says that Diesel's making Syracuse look like a walk in the park. <laughs> Which is great. <laughs> Which is really good. Always referencing a thing that they probably don't want to reference nope, anymore. Nope, but whatever. Um, he then chucks Sean outside the ring. He, or no, sorry. He, he goes out of the ring and, like, poor Howard Finkel. He throws him he. so fucking hard off that chair. Yeah. Like, really trying to hurt him. Yeah. <laughs> like, he knows he's on the way out, so he figures, who cares if I hurt the employees? Because, like, he Earl just and, and Finkel both get just fucking brutalized. <laughs> yeah. Grabs a chair. Uh, he come, he got, Sean's on the apron still selling the choking. He fucking blasts him in the back with the yep. chair. A couple good shots. Um, good shot back in the get, ring. Then they get back in the ring. Gives him a couple good shots. Then he lines up to hit him with a really good one. To which Sean ducks, Diesel does the old hit the top rope of the chair, bounces back, ah. hits him in the head. Not quite as good as The Rock. No. Because Diesel definitely doesn't hit himself really hard. He does not it. hit himself hard at all. But he still touches himself. Anyway. He touches. Uh, then when they're fighting back up to their feet, uh, Sean, he hits Sean with a low blow. Um, yeah. Because Sean gets the chair, Diesel low blows him. And then again, it, it, like this whole thing has just kind of been Diesel kicking his ass. Which is funny, considering he's leaving. And Sean also took the worst powerbomb of all time. The last time. The last time. Wrestling. So you'd think you'd give him one back. but So now Diesel drags him out of the ring. And he goes over to the announce table. 
and you know he's mouthing off to Vince. Yeah. He then just very quickly jackknifed he, he, well, him yeah, he, through well, the table. Well, he he lines up parallel to the edge of the ring. And, and the announce table. Yeah. yeah. So it looks like if he just stands there and does the powerbomb, he'll just powerbomb him on, on, on the mats on the floor. Yeah. However, he picks him up and immediately turns 90 degrees. Very quickly. Right through the announce table. Right, and like Vince and Lawler barely have, have enough to time to get bail. out of the way. When, when Sean hits the table, the monitor like pops up a little bit and looks like it gets Vince in the face. <laughs> yeah. Um, as well as like it, it rips the headset off of him. Yeah. And, and you can you can tell he is pissed off. Yeah. So like my, he looks fucking Yeah. Pissed. My thinking is Vince legit did not know this yeah. was coming. Yeah. I think so as well. Or, Which is funny because it's by far the most famous spot of the match. Yes. Like when you think of this match, yeah. you think of that spot. You think spot. of that spot. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah. So, he, he Diesel gets back in the ring, wants Earl to put the belt, like to, to strap the belt on him. He refuses to do it. He's celebrating with, the th- with it. Then uh, Sean, you know, eventually gets up, gets in the ring with a chair the chair is attached to Vince's headset. The chair is so the, tangled up in tons of the mixer. Uh, there's yeah, there's the headset, the yeah. mixer, like all this shit yeah. hanging so off he, the chair. So he he does hit he hits, hits him anyway, with it yeah. once or twice, and yep. then he tries to get all the wires and shit off it and does can't. Not work. So he just has to still use that chair. Yeah. Um he then um yeah, so somehow Diesel gets back on him and yeah. Diesel sets up for another jackknife. Yeah, uh, which Sean uh, counters by when, punching when, him. Punching yeah, when him he down. gets up in the power blades, yeah. punch, 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 fall forward on him. Yeah, Diesel takes the back bump, um, and then when he goes to pick him up, Diesel low blows him again. Mm-hmm. Uh, rolls out of the ring. Now, something we didn't mention was that in the free for all, they showed Jose Lothario on the outside talking to front row plant Mad Dog Vachon. Yes. Now you might be wondering, why is Mad Dog Vachon there? It doesn't make any sense for him to be He lives front in Nebraska. Row. He does live in Nebraska, but there might be another reason. An and ulterior be- motive. That's because he is missing a leg. <laughs> and so Diesel goes over, drags him through the barricade, yep. gives him a punch, he goes down, and then he... Rips his fucking leg off. Pulls off his fucking fake leg. Yeah. So he goes back in the ring. He's getting ready to hit Sean with the fake leg. Uh, now Sean low blows Diesel. Yeah. Picks up the fake leg, pops Diesel with the leg, hits Sweet Chin Music, dunzo. Boom, one, two, three. One, two, three. So after Sean got See his ass kicked the entire match, yeah. all he had to do was low blow, shot with a fake leg, Sweet Chin Music, finish. I mean, that's a heavy leg. It's a heavy leg. It's a solid leg. It's, yeah. ma- it's made of uh, mahogany. So... <laughs> And and so yeah, much like Razor uh, earlier, this is the la- the last yep. on television pay per view appearance for Diesel. Obviously, him and Razor both leave for WCW. So I'm glad that he put over his friend Sean by literally kicking his ass. Yeah, <laughs> that's how to do it. Yeah, go go out strong. Go out real strong <laughs> to the competition, and then have to wear a hat on TV because somebody jerked off into your hair. At least that's the rumor. I hope it's true. God, I hope so. I hope it's true. I I wonder who it was. I don't know. I'd love to know. Kevin Sullivan. Let's ask around. Let's ask around. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so that was in your house seven. I hope it was as uh, boring for you as it was for us. There was the uh, the last two matches. Last two matches helped it out. Then there was something worse early on. Yeah. 
Yeah, you can uh, if you're if you're watching along, you can probably skip uh, Ultimate Warrior Gold Dust. P.S. Don't watch along unless you're a glutton for punishment. Um, I don't know anything else, or do we just uh, throw a throw a secret letter at them and move on with our lives? I think we just throw a secret letter at them and then we tell them to get the fuck out of our faces. All right, why don't you try A on for size? A A A. <laughs>